Okay. So um, when I started this podcast, I knew I had to bring someone, you know. And um, the reason for that was because of the – he's my ninth grade teacher, English teacher. Um, just the way the whole class was, him as a teacher, you know, it was very different, you know. And I didn't know how to get in contact with him. So one day, my grandpa had to uh, go to dialysis, and he went pretty far. And by the time we came back, as as I'm driving, not I'm not driving, but, you know, I'm in the backseat of my grandpa. I'm going down JFK, and I see him. And I'm there. I'm like, sir, may you please just pull over real quick. I'm sorry for this. This is someone important that, I, I, that I, you know, I, I'm finally seeing, and I just got to just exchange a couple words. He's like, all right. I go. I let him know about the podcast. The guy's fucking down. All right. This is probably maybe in September or maybe early October. Then a month later, I haven't hit him up. A whole month later, I go to fucking ShopRite with my mom. And I tell you, man, I was I just finished smoking. I'll be honest. And I'm there and for you know, there was nobody inside the fruit you know, when you walk into ShopRite, you make that left. That's how you you know, you start and then you work your way down. Right there where the fruits are at. Nobody's there except this one guy. But, you know, I'm not I'm not acknowledging. And I, I'm getting strawberries and all I hear is, so when are we going to do that podcast? And when I look, it's this fucking guy. And I was so, you don't understand, I was so mind-blown. And so, that was such a, such a beautiful cinematic scene, you know. It was perfect, you know. But, yeah, today right here on the couch, I got Mr. Padero. You, you, you mean this is not the orgy? <laughs> I, I was promised an orgy and uh, midgets and shit. Oh yeah, that's what, that's what I'm here for. Man. Inside a little cave, inside a little uh, uh, those types of walls. Oh, I was ex- I was I was expecting trap music. Trap? Nah, no, no, no. You know, Aussie <laughs> p- drunk and vomiting in a corner. That's what I was expecting. <laughs> Would you bring it up a little bit? Yeah. You could. You could. Yeah. There we go. So how you doing, Mr. Padero? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm doing good. good. I'm good. Uh, you know, teaching, doing my thing. Years going on, but uh, teaching from home is difficult lately. How do you feel about this whole COVID thing? Well, that's a that's a giant conversation. There, what, what narrow it down? <laughs> the, uh, the, the illness or teaching on uh, teaching from home? I guess starting off with um, you. How about teaching from home? <laughs> how about how about how about you living your whole life and something like this happens? It, it, you know, uh, a couple of years ago, before the, before the, you know, like the, the rise, the real rise in, in social media, you know, during Obama's reign, there was another outbreak. What what the hell was it? The the H one N one was that was oh, that what it was? Oh, that's the swine flu. The swine flu. Swine flu. That know? was Bush because I had it honestly. You 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 caught it? Yeah, I caught it when I was uh, young. I was uh, probably like seven years old. Where the hell old. were you? I, I was here. No, I was here. <laughs> I was I I was partying up in the clubs still <laughs> at, the, at that point. I rem, we were, I remember people talking about it. There's a virus. There's a virus going around. No one gave a shit. Uh-huh. Absolutely, no one cared about anything. It's I I think I'm not saying COVID is not dangerous. Obviously, it is. A lot of people have died, but the the fear that has permeated through society that is hands down because of social media. I I I, I firmly believe that. The amount of information that people can pass 
and the amount of morons that can pass that information from one person to another, it spreads like a freaking bad fart in a, in a, in a, in a, in a small room, man. It mm-hmm. just permeates everywhere. So I, I think it's because of that that you have such a, a craziness. Remove, uh, how about this? Remove the internet. Just remove the internet and you just have the virus, right? And just whatever you're watching on TV, whatever news you're getting, you're not going to have the same hype. Absolutely not. Same okay. death toll, you just won't have the same hype. Definitely not. Yeah. Not, you know, and talking about teaching from home, uh, we never imagined that some, one day we'd end up teaching from home because of, yeah. a, because of a virus. I mean, teaching is a one-on-one thing. You, mm-hmm. need to have, you need to have someone in front of you one-on-one to transmit that That's what I prefer instead that of that knowledge. I mean, I mean, I feel like there's some kids who could do it. You know, I feel like from home. Oh no, yeah. yeah look, you know, look. Some kids it's always it. been the same thing. If you're a good student, you're going to be a good student in whatever environment you're in. If you're a bad student, you're going to be a bad student in whatever environment you're in. That's, mm-hmm. It's just 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 the way it works. It doesn't matter. Have I seen some kids do better now from home than they would have if they were in school? There are some of those cases, like some of those kids who really didn't want to go to school and just really didn't do well in that environment, and so they prefer to be home and. Yeah, but it's it's in the minority of cases. Yeah. Super, super, in fact, the statistics are out across the country. The, the this has been a grand experiment in online teaching. It's a failure. The 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 whole Zoom school or or Google Meet school or whatever <laughs> program teachers are using has been an utter complete failure across the United States. New Jersey failures up and left, uh-huh. down and right across the country. Same thing. It just doesn't work. It just put put it this way. It. It doesn't work with the age range that you're working with, and it doesn't work with how prolonged it is. Little kids and special ed are suffering the worst. Mm-hmm. If you're little, sitting in front of a computer for eight hours from you know eight o'clock in the morning to two o'clock in the afternoon, three o'clock in the afternoon, however long your schedule is, kids can't handle it. They can't. They're constantly drifting off. They're on a different planet. And if you got if you got special needs, I mean, you got kids that are freaking babandose on the keyboard <laughs> yeah. and shit. Yeah. Not to make fun of them, I'm just saying that you have kids with really severe, severe handicaps who are the the ones that are worse off. Worse. Com- and it'd be complex for them, yeah. Super, super, super complex. And they're 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 not learning and they're not receiving the 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 uh, you know the education that that, that they require and uh-huh. the help that they require. You also got kids who are learning the language for the first time. Those kids are suffering too. It's not easy to teach a brand new language from you know looking at somebody on a screen. Yeah. Kids who just came here from a different country, they're like, what the hell is this? <laughs> what is this? They're suffering too. So it's it's the ones that it's the ones that are at the top. The ones who already who are old enough to and mature enough to deal with these situations that are doing the best. Everyone else down the line, they're not doing well. They're not doing well. Yeah. And what do you still teach ninth grade? No, no, they moved me. So what, yeah, what do you now do? Now I'm in a I teach seniors now. Yeah. Which is a much better. So at the high school. Yeah, at the high school. This, mm, this is the okay. second year, which is a much much better environment for me. Yeah. Because I I I knew the shit we used to talk about, you know, and, and with ninth graders, it went over everybody's heads. I, I know I was, that. Yo, bro, I'll be honest. Just yeah, the things you would talk about. It's it was such different when like like like. A teacher who you were able to curse and they'll curse with you. You're able to joke, they'll joke with you, you know. But when it's time to get serious, it's serious, you know. And just you were just so open with just your past and the things you've done, you know. Like just like that, you're showing the example of how you're human. All of us are just fucking human, bro. You feel ev- me? Ev- like everybody shit stink, man. <laughs> Everyone, if you if you only knew the the, tr- the horror stories of teachers' lives behind the 
you know, back home and I'm behind the stage, you know, mm-hmm. you, you, you'd say to yourself, oh, they're human too. Yeah, word. You, you know, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to mention any names or anything like that, but teachers have problems. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. You got teachers got drug problems. Teachers, uh, you know, are, are cheating on their husbands and wives. Mm-hmm. All right. Teachers got other legal issues. Teachers got problems with their children. You name it. The teacher has it because why? You're just human. But in the classroom, you know, you're supposed just, to be this yeah. this figure. That, you, know, you know, the, the <laughs> that's crazy. Like, like at me growing up, I've I've acknowledged. Like, I portrayed my mom as such a, a perfect human because she was just. She was the adult, you feel mm-hmm. me? She was the higher up and all and the teachers. But me growing, like I, I now see like how you really are human, especially like just with like face emotions and just like, you know, just I don't know. I, I yeah, you know, it's crazy. How about it's this? When, when, when was the first time you noticed that your parents aren't perfect? Uh maybe, I'll be honest, maybe three years ago. Three years ago. Three years ago. It took ago. that long. It Honestly, took that long yeah, for you. All, all yeah. right. And what, what was the what was the incident? The incident, I don't know. I don't know. I guess I guess I don't know. What what was she doing or what was he doing that like made you were like, damn, you know, my parents are normal human beings. <laughs> I guess it, it, I guess it's the concept of when I acknowledged how she lies. You feel me? Okay. Mm. But, you know, I took it as, all right, everyone lies. But, you know, at that t- when I'm talking about that, I'm talking about like when I was young, you know, like lying, lying is something you do. It's something we do because that's what everyone does. You feel uh-huh. me? So I acknowledged when there was a problem when. The, the way she would lie and sh- the concept of her lying to herself and not facing the fact, you know, that's when, when I started, you, you saw the imperfection. Yes. When I saw that, like, yeah. like, wow. And then other things started making sense, you know, like, like a couple of days ago, she, she, my mom, she, I say she suffers from bipolar. She's mostly angry. You know, mm-hmm. angry is her happiness. You feel me? Okay. Stressing is her, is her, I'm doing good. You feel me? So she woke up and I, I had upset her that morning. And I had my cat's toy on the floor, and it's like a, a pole with a string. You feel mm-hmm. me? And I, I, you know, I know that if it's on the floor, my mom wouldn't want that. But I didn't pick it up. She didn't say anything. She cleaned the table and everything. And then when I, when you know, as I'm in the kitchen, I don't see the the toy no more. And I was like, hmm, it's on the floor. She probably threw it out. I'm looking all everywhere just before I ask. And I go and I ask her. I was like, Mom, what'd you do with the toy? And she says, oh, I, I threw it over there. And I was like, what do you mean you threw it over there? She's like, I think I threw it out. And I said, I said, just, I said, listen to what you just said. And I picked up her phone and I, and I went in front of her and I said, mom, knowing you my whole life, you wouldn't just throw something. So now did you throw it away or did you think you threw it away? You know, and then she was like smiling and everything. But when I said that, she just looked at me. She's like, I threw it away. And I was, I was like, you see that? And that's the first step on being honest. Oh, hmm. you, feel you, me? You, you put her on the spot then i tr- uh, i'll yeah. be honest I, I i do i put her on the spot a lot you know okay. a lot you know but she takes it as i'm just coming at her you, well, you, you, know, you know what you know what you notice that the older you get the older you get your parents are your, become more your friend i mean your parent always you're always going to look up to your parent as your parent but the less you depend on them and the older they get and the frailer they get the weaker they get the sicker they get you you your relationship changes you know, you they depend on you for different things. They might ask you for advice. 
You know, you're, you're, you're not living at home, you know, you're, you're living on your own. Yeah. And you don't, like I said, you don't depend on them as much. So the, the dynamics of the relationship completely changes and you see your parents in a completely different light. Mm-hmm. You know, your parenting doesn't come with, the, doesn't come with instructions, mm-hmm. you know. And, and I just read something, this blew my mind. You know, as you're growing up, your parents are still growing up also. So you're watching your parents grow up, especially if you had a young yeah. parent. You know, if you had a parent, your mother was 18 when she had you in her early 20s, they're still going through tons of stuff that you're just going through now, Uh except that they had you. You know, you don't have any kids right now, do you? No, 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 no. No no little Chris's running around the block? Hell no, hell no, no. hell no. You going to wait for a while? Right now, I don't know, honestly. I I feel like this world is very sickening, you know. I wouldn't want to bring it a life, but I would love to. Okay. You feel me? But it's just. Well, you, you're, you're young. You know, late, late, later on, your your ovaries might start tickling you, and you're like, "Damn, yo, I, <laughs> maybe, maybe I need a little me somewhere running around hugging up my up my leg." That'd be dope, though. You know, having a child that'd be a pretty mi- cool. A, a mini me, yeah, 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 you'll see. But you speaking about parents, if I may ask, and if mm-hmm. I may bring it up, it was my year that your father passed away, right? Do you know what? I'm. I don't know how many years ago has it been. That was 2000. How old are you now? I'm 22, but that was 2013. Oh, no, yeah. I guess it was. Uh, you're right. It was about that time, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I remember it was, in a, it was in my class, but I remember someone that I know I was in that class, they told me that. I was out for a while. That's right. I was, that's and right. They, like told, they told me that it was in early in the morning, and you had walked into the class. You sat down. I think you sat up. I think it took 20 or 30 minutes, and after that, you got a text message or a call, and you just got up quietly gathered your things and just left oh you remember that yeah that's right that's right i, yeah. got, a, I got i got a call saying that you know that's it your, this, that your father's dying i said all right I got, I got i gotta go i remember that morning i walked into the building and i told the uh i told the, the head secretary i go listen i uh well they already knew that he wasn't doing well mm. so i said like i might get a phone call today that i gotta i gotta rush out and they're like go ahead and once you get it just let us know you're on your way out and and that's exactly how it happened you know you get to the hospital and he's already you know he's already unconscious he's slipping out and no, no. In fact, when I got there, he was already dead. No, no, he was already dead. Yeah, yeah. My mother was there. My mother was there. She was with him, and then he was just—that's it. You know, he, he was. What uh, was wrong with him? He was. Uh, he. This is actually bizarre. He had a we. He has a, a, a disease called. It's an acronym. It's called Crest, and each letter represents something—a different physical illness. It's like a cancer. Think of it like that, mm-hmm. right? And the main illness that he had was scler- scleroderma. Right, and it's basically a tightening of the skin and the body. It just messes up. He had no wrinkles at that point. He was 70, 71 years old. He had no wrinkles because the disease tightens your face, but it also messes up your, your inner organs. It wastes you away, right? And he, um, he couldn't metabolize vitamin B in his, his intestines any longer. So he constantly needed blood transfusion and just 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 wasn't working. There was nothing working, and you know at one point the doctors are like, "There's no there's no cure for this." Yeah. You know he's just gonna continue slipping away. When we came from Cuba, in fact, this was in his blood since he we, we lived in Cuba because I I came I was born in Cuba and then I came here in 1980. Was good, bro. Was good. Where's Emma? Gentlemen, was good. I got your stuff right there. No, 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 go 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 ahead. How call it? So I, I came on the, I don't know if you, you, you know the, the history of that. There's, it's something called the Mario Boat Lift. No. All right, so Cuba back in, you, you, you know Castro, right? Yes. Okay, so Castro, when he, when he stepped into power, he promised all these changes, yada, 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 yada. Little by little, Cuba started falling apart over, over the decades. Mm-hmm. Um, 
by the by the uh, mid 70s you know the shit had already hit the fan a long time ago and things had gotten worse and worse and worse and there were political conversations between the united states and cuba to like let people leave and get out because basically castro had locked down the the island Mm -hmm. right before he took power those who were educated got out I'm talking about like the, the, the top, the people at the top, people who had money, people who understood what socialism and communism were or, or what, was, what, it, what it is. You know, they were educated enough to say, yeah, this guy sounds like he's promising something great, you know, in exchange for the dictator that we have now. But no, we're getting the hell out. So they left. They, they got out. They took whatever money they came in. The first generation of Cubans came here sometime in the, uh, in, in the 60s, mm-hmm. early 60s. Uh, everybody else got stuck on the island. So you got stuck on the island and as things got, got progressively worse and worse. At one point, the United States is like, you know, we're going to let some people leave. So there were, there were talks between Cuba and the United States. And it, by 1980, if you had applied for asylum and you, and you wanted to get out, basically, you know, you can leave. Mm-hmm. So my whole family packed up and we're like, okay, we're going to go. My father's uh, family stayed in Cuba. He was the only one on his side that... that, that um, how do you call it that? That decided to go because he was married to my mom. In fact, it was my mom's idea to get, to get off to get off the island. I wasn't even born yet, so it took a, it took a number of years. Mm-hmm. I remember. In fact, I remember when I was little, I used to find there was a she had a bag of of letters, and there were love letters between my father and her because my father wasn't allowed to leave uh, uh, when we when we tried leaving. And in one of those letters, there were letters from from Fidel Castro. Castro had written to my parents directly. You still have him? No, no, she did that. But I remember uh-huh. saying, "Oh, mommy, is this Fidel Castro?" She's like, "Yeah." He had written directly to the family. I guess the request, to, you know, to get off the island, whatever. So she kept that for a little while. Anyhow, uh, we left. We got to the the port. They didn't let my father go. They punished them for a, no- a number of years. And uh, how do you call it? That's how we uh, th- we already had family here that had left in the early '60s. Um, and he wasn't allowed to leave for like another four years later. But for, for him, he he had actually escape escape Cuba. He he went to Panama and from Panama, my mother found him a coyote, and they, he traveled with a whole bunch of people and they crossed over the Rio Grande. Well, he, he he made a boat. He, I don't I don't know the story exactly, okay, but you okay. know, because again, I was little, so yeah. he came four years after we came. So we came legally, he came illegally, mm-hmm. right? And he. Again, they paid like four thousand dollars or something for a co- un coyote, you know, to help them travel across Panama from Panama over, you know, Guatemala, go all the way up across the river. And when they finally got to Mexico, he crossed over, and my mother was on the other side in Texas waiting for him there. And that was Thanksgiving, and so uh, for us, the family Thanksgiving was special just because my father, you know, escaped Cuba and that's how he came over. Anyhow, long story short, he had that disease already in his blood then. Mm-hmm. He had it in his blood, and it took 30 years for it to fully metastasize and bloom. Wow. Yeah, and we had no idea. And when we were little, we used to make fun of him because my father had the most rancid farts you ever heard. He smelled in your life, man. Yeah. His spells were freaking strong, boy. <laughs> he would fart right here, man, and a week later, you sit down, and the spell just freaking rise <laughs> up in the air. That, that was a disease. That was already the, the indigestion that he had in his stomach was already there, and it just took a very, very long time for it to finally uh-huh. bloom. And then when it finally bloomed completely, um, it, it took him out like within less than two years. It was, uh, and that's it. Wow. Yeah. Uh, and your mom's still alive? Oh, she's good. She's good. She's 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 still a, f- a flaming battle axe. My mother has always been a yeah. a, a type of Cuban woman. She's good. You know, one thing you you said, and I remember was. Uh, uh, 
the grandchildren always get along perfect with the grandparents because they both have the same enemy. They got the same enemy. That's right. <laughs> they got the same enemy. <laughs> you get along with your grandma? My my grandma passed, uh-huh. and she passed the same year that you passed. So it was like the I, mean, I, I, I passed away. No, no, no. Uh-huh. <laughs> your father. It was a uh, it was 2014. Oh no, yeah, it was a year later, but it was 2014. Oh yeah, no, because I was a freshman. Yeah, 2014, and um. Yeah, my grandpa's been alive since then, but now you could tell he's just he's getting old, you know. How old is your grandpa? Uh this March will turn eighty two. All right. It's a blessing to have your grandparents around. Man. It is. Yeah, but it's be- I'll be honest, it sucks to see him like that. Like 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 I'll be honest, like I don't not that I don't spend time with him, but it's just now I have things to do. You feel mm-hmm. me? So he's there alone. You know, and like he just sits there and just doing the same thing, eating the same thing. And now he has to do dialysis oh, uh, three, his, oh. three times a week. And it's something new. So, you know, and like he's I could tell he's just getting tired of it, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you, you, you know, I, I, have, I have this conversation with people all the time. You don't have to get to old age and be like that. It, Word, I it, know. It, it yes. It does not need I to know. be like that, I man. Know. You, you know, we... If you take care of your body, your body takes care of you. Minus illness. When you get sick, all bets are off. You know uh-huh. what I mean? That that that's nothing you can control. If you got you got cancer, you got really ill, that there's nothing. But in terms of eating well, not smoking, not freaking drinking your liver dry, you know, all those things, you can control it. And especially going to the gym. You you have to go to the gym between now to the day you drop dead. You should, right? You, you should. You should never stop. The the, the the myth that, oh, no, you know, because you're 40, you're never going to grow muscle. It, it's a lie. That's a, that a complete lie. You can definitely continue making muscle all the way until you die. You're not going to look like Arnold Schwarzenegger when yeah, you're 80, yeah, yeah. you know, but you can still maintain muscular strength. And if that's what you need. You need that muscular strength. You need that stretching. You need the, you know, the, you need some type of aerobic exercise to keep your body going. And you'll, you'll be fit. You if can, I may ask, why don't you go to the gym? I do go to the gym. You do? I, I, I do go to the gym. Okay, I, I've okay. gotten I'm fat. Sorry, I'm sorry to judge. No, no, so. bro. Yo, yo. You got, you, I, I gained weight, man. I got fat. That's what happens. You get fat. I have taught martial arts for most of my life. That's right. That's, right. What, that's another I, thing you do. Yes. I've martial taught martial arts, arts most of my life, Thai boxing and jujitsu. And because of COVID last year, I haven't trained in a year. Okay. And then the year before that, the classes slowed down just like the you know i didn't have didn't have enough students and so that usually was my main aerobic exercise mm-hmm. i i like going to the gym but i'm 43 now yeah you know the, the, your body you, again it's much much harder to lose weight i'm long. i fucking love to feed my face bro. yeah i love to eat man <laughs> I, I love to eat good food love to go to good restaurants you so know? you you wouldn't say you eat processed Every now and then, I'll, okay. I'll, eat, I'll eat fast food. It's not, not be, and it's not beneath me or something like that. Uh-huh. But uh, I'm, I'm not eating as. Put it this way: if I wanted to follow the same regimen that I used to follow when I was really into the gym and I, and I had a you know I had a nice body, I had the six pack, it's difficult. It is very very difficult. It's the, the food is monotonous. You're eating a lot of freaking chicken. You're eating protein up the wazoo all day long. You know you're you might be in the gym sometimes twice a day. Yeah. You're in your forties. It's just not easy. Not, it's not feasible to do that. Very very difficult. But but if I still go. I'm still flexible. I'm still strong. That I freaking got a gut. You know, my face is five times what it used to be. That, that's just what it is. But I don't consider myself obese. Yeah. I'm not that overweight that I've, ga- I've gained about 20 pounds extra. Yeah. But okay. I haven't lost any of my strength. Mm-hmm. Like, if I still do martial arts with the guys, I'm It's all muscle memory. I, it's, 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 well, it's, yeah. It's, I'm, I feel fine. Uh-huh. I feel fine. But in terms of, like, getting back to that shape when you were in your 20s, I don't know. That's not gonna happen, brother. Yeah. <laughs> it's just not gonna happen. But you, again, you can still be strong. 
You, you're, I, I, I'm, there's nothing about me that is weak, so to speak. I see a lot of my friends. They got tons of back problems. You know, they freaking got digestion issues up the wazoo. They, 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 their vision is bad. They, they, whatever. I don't have any of those issues. Because uh-huh. I, I, in that sense, I do, I do try to take care of myself. You got to go to your doctor. Or it up, yes. Blood check, you know. You know see, see, what's, see what's anything wrong with you. See if your cholesterol is too high, your blood pressure is too high. Men suffer from the greatest ish- problem that they just don't like following up on their health. Mm-hmm. That's why they need a woman. <laughs> they need a bitch next to them. They're like, oh, Papi, vamos doctor. Nah, nah, I'm okay. No, vamos, 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 doctor. No, I'll be honest. I'm not like that. Like, like, going back to my mom thing, you know, like, one thing that I acknowledged this year was, like, I prefer, I, 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 I saw you as, like, you know, as a, an adult. You had to be perfect in my eyes because I'm a child and, you know, you're the mother, you know, so you know best. You know mm-hmm. the best. You know everything. All right. But it's, like, growing up now, it's, like, what you're saying, she doesn't do any of that. You know, uh-huh. I, I consider my mom very ignorant, very ignorant. She just, she's not aware of her surroundings. All her, all, all right. she knows is just get up, go to work, do the work, come back, watch TV, go to sleep. Yeah, she's, in that, ru- she's in that routine. Yeah, and yeah, she's, yeah, 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 yeah. she's gonna yeah. be, you feel me? I, and the thing about me is, like, I'm hard with her, so it's like I'm not improving nothing. But, you know, like, soda is her water, bro. Oh, that's bad, yeah. My yeah, whole yeah, that, life, that, that, that. my oh. whole life, I could probably say... My whole life, and I'm not even gassing. I'm not trying to. I'm being so honest. Like I probably seen her drink water maybe a hundred times my whole life. A hundred times. You oh, know. Oh, she's gonna have serious. Uh, uh, I know, liver man. And kidney issues. But she's been fine though. Of course, it catches you know, up. It, ca- it catches up. <laughs> It'll been catch fine, up. You know. Yeah. And like, and like, her justification is like, I've been working. Is it diet soda? It's Pepsi. Oh, okay. Just Pepsi. Yeah. Diet soda would've been worse, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, no, but it's Pepsi. <laughs> But her justification is that she's she's been working at, at healthcare for 25 years, which is true. Mm-hmm. But I know best because I work there. Got it. You feel me? Mm-hmm. So hold up. Is she pre is she pre diabetic or she has she have any issue with sugar? Uh, n- not that you know of. I, that I know of, no. Because I'll be honest, I've acknowledged too, like you haven't gone to the dentists in a while. You haven't gone to the doctors in a while. You feel me? I've acknowledged that. Okay. Uh, my grandpa and my grandma were both diabetic. Oh, it's <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's in the, it's in the family. But, blood suppo- but supposedly the way it's gened in my family is that uh, I, it skips a gen. I have you know yeah, what? It's some you shit know, like that. I, I I don't know. I I actually don't know if if one person diabetic will the next person be diabetic. I have I have no idea. The the thing is like if there is a deficiency in your family genetic code somewhere you're not really gonna know if it's gonna affect you until it affects you yeah. <laughs> you know like 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 it's, it's something with like can- like breast cancer if your mom if your grandmother had breast cancer your mother had breast cancer it's very possible that you're you know mm. the, the, the kid is gonna have breast cancer but when it comes to diabetes diabetes is one of those one of the th- one of those diseases you can control that stop fucking eating sugar yeah stop eating sugar but stop. did you know that it's proven too diabetes does not come from sugar from from uh, from what are you uh from what it comes from eating meat. Where do you, where have you heard that? Uh, I heard uh, this. I heard this a couple years ago. So I I can't bring up anything. I can't. That's all I. You know. read an article or a uh, video or something. Or, right? Yeah, I forgot how I heard it, but okay. yeah, it's that. I've never heard of that. I what I've heard from eating too much meat is that you're that you produce a lot of uric acid. The uric okay. acid like creates a lot of issues for your for your kidneys. But in terms of diabetes coming from protein, 
I've never heard of every single study I've ever read the uh, diabetes has to do with your with uncontrolled insulin in, in your response in your body look mm-hmm. you how does it work you eat something that digests very quickly whatever it is let's say a, a, a candy you eat the candy very very qu- uh, quickly you digest it your body senses there's a flush of sugar so your pancreas sends out a rush of uh how do you call it of uh of insulin to buffer the amount of sugar that's that's coursing through your body. But what happens if you're diluting it with water? The sugar? Well, or the, the let's food say, or let's whatever? Say, let's, yeah, let's say whatever you do. I don't, you just, you I don't, don't know. Think I, don't, I, don't, I don't think that would... Uh, I've never heard of that. That would, dilution with water would affect anything great because I think the concentration is still in your body. Okay. The candy bar with a bottle of water is still a candy bar. You uh-huh, know what I mean? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I mean, well, you're saying maybe washing out your uh, your kidneys with uh, with a lot of uh, with a lot of liquid. Is that what you're trying to say? No, I meant it as in diluting it. That, with, yeah. I don't think so. Just at one point, your body is just not able to. You have a, a, it. You don't have the same insulin resistance as you used to, and so little by little, you start developing this thing. Yeah. But it's reversible. It, it is completely everything. It is completely everything reversible. is reversible. And I'll be honest, she doesn't know that. And her whole life, she's had allergies. You know, but it's mm. just. You know, maybe the allergies is probably the things you're eating, you know, just your, a the, food the, allergy, the, yeah, you yeah. know. Has she ever gone for an allergy test? Uh, I, I, that I know of, I don't know, but she's always had seasonal allergies, always, okay. you know. And like with this whole COVID thing, she's like, go get the vaccine because you have asthma. But I feel like I outgrown asthma. You feel me? You don't feel you don't have an attack. You don't have shortness of no, breath. No, no, like no. Okay. And I never did as a kid. I just I was just I guess. Yeah. Shortness of breath. That's all. But never okay. attack. You know, nothing that severe. But. Would you ever be a vegetarian? Absolutely not. I love meat. Boy. No? Give me meat, baby. Give me chicken. Give me a freaking... Uh, and I, I, I don't eat pork. I don't eat a very little no? pork. No? I, 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 I'm... Sh- sh- to my shame, <laughs> to my Cuban shame, I do not eat a lot of pork. I love... Maybe, I love Purnell, bro. Uh, maybe uh, maybe during Christmas or, you know, New Year's, they might make, make una barriguita, a little vanille, <laughs> but uh, it's not my thing. Okay. I, I'm more of a chicken person, def- Definitely. Oh. And, a, and a steak every now and then, but I, I love meat, boy. <laughs> so you have you lived in Union City your whole life? The entire life. Union City has, and it's changed yeah. so much since I came here in the uh, in 1980. I've been here since 1980. My mom, she's lived here too in the same exact house. My grandpa bought this house in uh 77. Okay. And he he bought it cash, so like it was mm-hmm. automatically his, you know. And they've been living here, yeah, ever since then. Yeah. yeah but I I brought up that because you ever heard of Dos Amigos? Dos Amigos. No. Dos Amigos. Dos Amigos. Dos Amigos. It's a steak sandwich, and that's all they fucking sell, just steak sandwiches. What's Where is that? What street is it on? My mom, from what she claims, it originally used to be here, I think, where Summit Pizza is. Okay. But then they switched it now uh, to 53rd Street and Burger Line. Well, uh, going from Burger Line to Palisade. And what is it? A Cuban sandwich? It's just a restaurant? It's, 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 they're famous uh, for their Cuban sandwiches or something? It's not Cuban sandwiches. It's just uh, steak sandwiches. Steak sandwiches. You, I thought you, you would know. What? I thought you would know. No, 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 no. You, you know, I, growing up, I never spent a lot of time down in this area. Okay. Yeah. I, so I, where I, did you grow up at? On 21st Street. So you always stuck right there in that? In that within that, you know, you stick within your own neighborhood. Yeah. Okay. See, and I've seen all the changes that have that happened in town. So what would you say? What what changes? What it's a, what's the change? Union what City was seen? definitely a much more dangerous town at, at some time in the past. Maybe it was more dangerous too because of the way I perceived it as a kid. But the streets were dirtier, darker. Uh, you, you, you know, there were definitely no trees anywhere. Yeah. I mean, the the mayor has pumped in millions and millions of dollars to 
beautify, you know, the Union These City. These types of trees you're talking about? Yeah, the ones outside. You know, there were no trees outside, man. But I could imagine there was. I I, w- I would assume that there would be just the regular normal trees. Well, I, maybe I, I would like imagine on, like on street corners. But there, you haven't noticed the, all the trees that he's been planting. He planted hundreds. Yeah, but, and cutting down the original trees that was already there. Yeah, and, and which supposedly I think it's illegal. I think it's illegal to cut down a tree that's healthy. I I heard somebody say that. In fact, I heard another teacher say that. It's like you can't cut down a, a large tree that's healthy. I'm like, really? But they're doing <laughs> it all <laughs> yeah, over. Yeah, he's cutting them down all over the place. I guess because he wants everything to be unified, okay, you know. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Uh, don't worry. At one point, those trees are gonna get huge too, and they're gonna crack. The sidewalk just like all That's the big trees used dope. to do that, like things like that i can't wait you, you, know? you gotta wait to go 40 50 years for, some, <laughs> yeah, uh, no. for uh to, to see that but no yeah back in the day like 24th street 24th street was horrible man that was, that was lots of drugs lots of gang fights there were uh, gang fights between unit unit hill and emerson back mm-hmm. in the day much much more dangerous i mean look i, I remember being a, a student in in unit hill and there was only one mirror in the entire building in the entire building was one mirror in the girls' bathroom in the basement. And what? you and this was like this was back this is 1989, 1990s, so everybody still had these wild hairstyles. All right. So this was like a treasure. Okay. Everybody in the building had broken the mirrors with hammers. Unit Hill was a giant shithole. It was in really, really bad shape. I remember we used to have pep rallies. There were pep rallies and they would they would, they would open the side doors and would let all these black people for coming from Jersey City. Because, you know, we're all Latinos. Mm-hmm. There's no black people in in, in, uh, in Union Hill at that time. There was, it was like one token black kid that was mm-hmm. a random Dominican. Yeah. There weren't even Dominicans at that time. It was mostly Cuban and Puerto Rican. And they were smoking and drinking during the pep rally inside the gym. So, I mean, things have changed completely. I guess so back back to the, uh, the, the mirror, there was one mirror in the girls' bathroom and everybody went in there. Boy, girl, doesn't matter who the hell you were because there was only one mirror to fix your hair in. Yeah. And it was taken care of, baby. Without, <laughs> if you don't break that one mirror. It was taken care of. So yeah, it's changed. It, it, put it this way: kids today, compared to how we were in the past, kids are not as, as street smart as they used to. They definitely don't have the same edgy toughness as they used to have. Absolutely not. I mean, now you have all these programs. You got the, you got the annex. You know, yeah, you, you, yeah. You got the, you, let's let's put all the troublesome students in that. Nah, man, those things didn't exist in the past. They were all in the building in the class. Everybody all together. Uh-huh. <laughs> so everybody had a, a, an edge to them. Here's another thing that you they, they don't do anymore, like on uh, freshman initiation. That doesn't exist. Freshman and senior, uh, I guess when you're freshman initiation is that when you become a freshman, you become a freshman. The, the seniors, seniors fuck freaking, with you. They mess with you. They okay. egg you. People used to get egged. And, and supposedly, like at at the end, when you're a senior, when you graduation, when you graduate, since you're graduating, you could do whatever you want. So, oh, the senior pranks or something. There were senior pranks too. Okay. There was there was there were okay. senior pranks. Freshman initiation. Though you don't do those things anymore. Without yeah, no, yeah, you, you know. Right? I, I remember know. kids getting flushed in the toilet. Yeah, getting hit with a sock of of, of flour and stuff like that <laughs> i remember that yeah, yeah, wait, yeah. Wait, wait. <clears throat> it would be in school or just outside things happen in school and outside you happen both and right in front there and how right would there. the teachers how would they reply to well that? it's just it's just one of these things that happens you i mean if you report it you made an issue of it you made an issue of it but it was permissible sort of like you just let it it's just one of those things that happens yeah 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 and then as the years went on i just started knowing, like wait a minute i don't think kids get initiated anymore at just one point it just Completely it just stopped, all, right? all stopped. Like also in the past, like lunchtime, you can have lunchtime outside. Like if you're in, in the hill, I don't know what it was like in Emerson, but you can go outside in the entire, all that area there were kids outside sitting in front. There was a, there was a store in front in Red, uh, called Red Crown where people used to go inside and eat. People were spread out everywhere. And then some, one day, I think a girl got run over by a truck during lunch wow. or something. And that's it. Nobody can go back outside now. So I think kids are a lot more 
uh, uh, we take care of you much more in Acuidad. Don't bubble wrap. Your bubble wrap, definitely. The kids are definitely way more bubble wrapped today than were before. Here's another thing. We're like, we're like bullying. People didn't talk about bullying back then. Uh-huh. If somebody picked on you, you had a fight. You had a fight, yeah. And that's it. You had a, you had a fight. Did kids, so some kids get picked on more than others? Yeah, but then then his friends got 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 beef with your friends, and then everybody had a fight with each other. There was no like, oh my god, I need to make a report. Oh my god, you know somebody's. I'm gonna go home and hurt myself. I don't remember any of those stories. Today, that's all you hear. Kid got bullied in school, and they committed suicide in the afternoon. So when you were a kid, what would be one reason someone's depressed? Why somebody will be depressed back then? Hmm. I don't know. I mean, like your parents beating each other up, or your okay. parents hitting you up too. I mean, uh, City has real life been fucking po- personal problems, re- right? Yeah, real issues. <clears throat> I mean, I, I don't remember kids being I, that. I don't remember that ever. I'm depressed because somebody's picking on me. Yeah, yeah. If somebody picked on you, you, ha- you either toughen up and fight the person, right, or do something about it. But it, like, I'm depressed. I'm gonna go home and hurt myself. I don't remember that. I just do not. Don't remember that at all. And th- that's a huge change. And, and if you ask anybody my age, they're going to tell you the exact same thing, that when they were in high school, they don't remember any bullying, violence programs or prevention programs. You don't remember anything like that. You don't remember the, the rate of suicide being higher than either because of because it didn't exist. Yeah, It's yeah. the total opposite. It's all social media. I'll be honest. Are you anti-government? In what way? I'm very anti-government. But like, in what way? I say, like, fu- you need a you need a government you need a government for certain things. I mean, actually, a lot of things. I don't think so. Like, they can just completely completely disappear, and <clears throat> like, we can be perfectly fine and happy well, and peaceful. <clears throat> and we're the- we're so deep into a system that that can't happen. It can't happen. If, if if you wash away the government, then of course what they say, oh, but what about the riots and people will just go mad. Then yes, it will happen. <clears throat> but if we originally lived in a place where there was no gov- like a third world country. Like, which third world country has no government? All right, I, you're getting me there. But, I mean, I don't know. I, I didn't know. I didn't know they had a government, honestly. I, you know, just... All, all countries have some type... Oh, there's no country... I, guess I can't think of any country that doesn't have some type of working government or some type of official okay. face for the country uh-huh. on, the, on the world stage. I mean, maybe some tribe somewhere in the middle of that's the, Yeah, that's but the way even, I'm but, taking But here's it, the know? thing, that even even with that, all right, let's say you removed the, the face of the government. There was no United States government, which I can't, I can't imagine how that ever would happen, right? People are still going to rise up and say, I'm going to be in charge of this, and my friend here is going to help me. It's the power shit. It, it, it's always going to happen that way. So power. it's imp- it's it's impossible to get rid of a governing body of adults who are saying we have ideas for our particular community. It's impossible. It's just completely impossible. So I, I I hear what you're saying. Well, if we didn't have the government, maybe things would be better. But fine, don't call it a government. You still would have a group of people that are rising up and saying my ideas work, and we don't like yours. And then another group of people are gonna say, well, we don't like your ideas. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> so I guess. So what I'm trying to in the sense is not that sense, but uh, in the sense of um, how, you know, just we are in a, an invisible war. Uh, what type of war? Just a psychological war. Where? Here in America, everywhere. Well, only one. Uh, well, I, I wouldn't say only in America because I don't know how it is outside. But all over America, I say is a psychological war, you know, like like the government. Yes, it's technology. We advance, but it's so it's so perfect and, co- and so cohesive for them to throw a screen in front of you. And then right there, everything you see, it's now based on your... No, no, no. Your emotions are based on what you see. 
Okay. You feel me? Like the media type shit. You know, like every since social media. I don't know. Hey, how about this? Let me ask you about If you turned off the radio, if you turned off the TV, you didn't go on social media, what do you think your life would be like? Well, it depends on where you live. Well, it's right here. Right here, it'd be it'd be shit. Why? I, well, I say. Well, how, I say. How, much of, how much of control do you think there would be on you? If you weren't, going, you, you weren't, you weren't listening to the news, you weren't reading the newspapers, you weren't going online to chat with people and argue about politics, there's no Twitter 24 hours a day, there's no the 24-hour news feed, there's nothing bombarding you. You just go to work, do your thing, come home, fuck your wife, and go to sleep. You have the other, well, people. <laughs> you have the, you have the other people around you. That's what I. That's what I would say. So, it, so if you wouldn't be influenced, obviously, because you don't have those factors influencing your life, but everyone else around you then would be influenced by it. Exactly, and then they'll put it on you, like the whole mask thing. You know, okay. I'll be honest. I don't wear a mask. I only wear a mask when I have to. It's the same thing with me. I exactly. Don't, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't obsess with the mask. I don't. Either. I don't want to wear a mask, and you know. If the COVID's in the air, then all right, it's in the air. If I get it, I get it. If I don't, I don't. You know, like to this day, I haven't gotten it. Except I feel like before it all blew up, I got sick pretty bad. Like okay. I'm talking, about, I, I maybe the last time I got sick was the swine flu, like that. Okay. Like I was sick, and th- I'm talking about this was like early. F- no, uh, it was my birthday, so it was like mid February. So it was like COVID didn't. It was around, but it wasn't locking down. You feel me? Okay. So it was early. You, so early. you may have had it. Maybe you just I don't, don't know. You just don't yeah. Know. But uh, my point is, yeah, I don't wear a mask. And, like, the people around me is just like, like, I was at the doctor's today. Well, oh, can you put your mask on? You know, just things like that. You know, and I feel like they, they've they cemented that in the head, you know, just by just by using their words. Like, when as I'm driving, all we ask is just wear a mask. Mm-hmm. The kind thing to do is wear a mask. So, what, if I don't wear a mask, I'm not kind? Well, outside, well, outside or indoors? Uh, well, what do you mean? Okay, so look, look, I, I don't wear a mask outside either. I mean, people obviously walk around with a mask outside. I see them and, all right, they want to wear it. But th- the chances of you getting a virus because you're walking outside in fresh air blowing on your face is almost next to n- impossible. Uh-huh. It's just not going to happen. Unless you walk through a crowd of people and the whole zone there is infected with infected people, then you might tra- get transmitted. But outside, it is ridiculous to wear a mask outside. It's just, that's, that... Those are people who are not thinking. Uh-huh. Def- their brain is already channeled and into... And I'll be honest, that's the majority of the people because everyone has a mask. Right. Well, it's, it's lazy thinking. It's lazy. Also, you know, <laughs> I went out to the to, to a, uh, a lake today up in uh, uh, over the border, and uh, I was walking around in the snow with a friend of mine, and I put my mask on because I didn't have a scarf, and I said to him, yo, this is the only thing this mask is good for outside. It's for a, a scarf. It covers your nose. It covers your mouth. It covers my triple chin. I feel, <laughs> I feel, I feel warmer now. That's the only time I've worn a mask outside when I was uh-huh. in a cold area and I, didn't, and I didn't have my scarf. If I go inside a store, all right, you put, on the, you put, you put it on. You're going to go inside somebody's house you don't know before or something, and they want you to wear it, put it on. Besides that, it's not, pe- yo, what, people who are driving, that drives me nuts. That drives well, me nuts. When they're wearing when, the mask, they're driving? wearing the mask and they're driving. <laughs> that drives me insane. With the windows closed. From, with the windows closed. <laughs> who are you going to get the virus from? The air, you know, the, the filter, it's, it's open, you know, the air is coming in, I'm going to get the virus. It, it's lazy thinking. These are people that are not sitting home and saying, hmm. Maybe I should not wear my mask in the car. They're not th- those thoughts. There's no critical never, thinking. No never, critical thinking. Never, never, never. And it, it was. Uh, I found it funny too in the beginning when we all locked down. The people wearing the gloves. You know, oh, like, that, was, like, that was the stupidest <laughs> one of all. <laughs> yeah, I know. But your gloves are dirty, then, bro. What the hell? What are the? What are your gloves got COVID? No, <laughs> no, no, no. This is this is a couple of things that I've seen. 
All right, I have a glove on. All right, I'm going to go get gas with the glove on. I'm, I'm now touching my phone now. I'm now opening yes. the car. <laughs> I'm now I'm now touching the the car wheel. There was this one time which it it blew my mind. When I found when I saw this, I found it ridiculous. I was like, "All right, I give up." You know, I give up on this whole shit. The guy at his store, he has the gloves on and the mask on, but all of his fingers are broken. You feel me? All of his fingers are broken. It was just palm. <laughs> <laughs> like it, that, that was so ridiculous. It was like so much wear and tear. You didn't even change your. You didn't even change your glove. I found that ridiculous. No, yeah, that, that the, the glove, the whole glove thing was completely stupid. I mean, look, when you see a nurse put gloves on, she she'll come up to you. Whatever doctor comes up to you, and you're on your on your bed, they put their gloves on. The moment they're done with you in that environment, they go straight to they, the garbage. Straight to the garbage, and they have to put on a, 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 a fresh pair somewhere else. It's incredible, bro. No, it's it, look in, in that sense. It we we're all right. We're we're in an, we're in a day and age where you cannot avoid. You really can't avoid extra information, and by extra information, I do mean anything that you receive outside of your day to day, online or on the radio or in a newspaper. All right, it's basically impossible to really do that mm -hmm. unless you're much much older and you are not even watching TV. It's kind of impossible to avoid the extra influence of the social media. Of a radio show, of Hollywood, uh, you wouldn't say you wouldn't say just isolating yourself, buying a barn somewhere. Well, you America, could because that, that's, uh, that's, uh, that's, uh, that's that's my dream. That's what to I'm going to do. To be in the in, in a forest somewhere, just be out. Then you would have be loved out. where I went today, man. Out out there in nature, just Where'd around you go? a frozen lake. There's a there's a lake called uh, a Sterling uh, Lake Loop. Okay. It's it's about forty five minutes up. up. It's has a, it's a nice area. There's a, a couple of houses on, on the lake, and you can walk around it. It takes about two and a half, two three three hours to walk around the lake. It's really nice. It's just cold a little bit right now. Yeah, it's pretty cold. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's about eight nine degrees colder than it is here in town. So it's in the summertime. I go up there with, with my nephews, and we walk around. It's that's a lot of fun. That would be cool too. But again, where are you gonna get your money to support yourself so far away from uh, society? Yeah, you still yeah. gotta come back into society to live. Yeah. Uh, this weekend, me and my girl, we went to a, a lake uh, called Lake George. Oh yeah, it's it's sort of in that. Well, no, Lake George is much farther away. The three lake, hours away. Three hours of no, yeah, yeah, that, that's far, that's far, much farther away. And um, when I went over there, you know, it was pretty dope. Like I saw a lot of the things that I would see in the movies, you know, and things that I would want to. How romantic! I, I, I would want to live in, not in that sense, but um, everything was cold. It was like probably eight degrees, maybe ten degrees, you know. Mm -hmm. Uh, the the lake was frozen. Uh, we she wanted to go hiking. I wanted to too, but it was just it was cold, and you know, uh, we went to a, a dispensary from so it's upstate New York. She found one an hour and thirty minutes down into Miss uh, Massachusetts. Mm -hmm. As we're driving by, uh, I think we're going through Albany, so I think we're still in New York, and mm -hmm. we're just driving, driving, and we're seeing these houses, man. And, like you could tell that these were uh, slave owner houses. <laughs> You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and like these houses were incredible. Just they were so nice, you know. And then you got to come back to Union City. And then you got to <laughs> come back. That's right. <clears throat> and then as the farther we went, when we went, when we entered Massachusetts, the houses are now different. You could tell that this is somewhat like a colony type of thing. You know, cobblestones, you know, like the red uh -huh, brick walls uh -huh, on the, uh -huh. every building. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then there's Trump everywhere. The most beautiful thing is I, I don't have a picture of it, but it's someone had uh it was like a banner a big one uh -huh. of trump on a pterodactyl 
<laughs> with, with fireworks with fireworks in the back you know that's trump country then that, that was that was a trump country town that that's was that, that was incredible it was trump everywhere and like i'll be honest bro like those they had a lot of abandoned buildings and you know like they had little cemeteries you know and i like one thing that i would do is like if i would you ever unbury someone Yes, I actually told my mother I'm gonna do it in the future. You're gonna my, do it. Look, my the, my <laughs> when my my parents already bought their their condominium. Okay, you know <laughs> you, you know the mausoleums where you get buried into the into the into into the walls. Yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. So uh, the, the one of those little I I told them I go. I don't like Poppy being up there. She bought the cheapest one that was affordable, like 15 years ago when they when, when they were when when they were on sale, um, at the Bergen Mausoleum there next to the projects. And I'm like, mommy, there's no way in hell I'm gonna come up here and visit you and Poppy ever in the future, bro. You're gonna be stuck in a wall on the third floor somewhere. I'm not gonna come up here. He's like, bueno. La más barata. <laughs> you know, like, it was the cheapest one. It's like, all right, I understand that. I, I'd love to, eventually when she dies too, you know, she's going to get stuck up there. I don't got the money. Take Disinter them and then put them in the ground. I actually would like a family crypt. Like, you know, it was actually outdoor uh, crypt so you can actually put six uh, six. Uh, uh, also, like you guys are all together. Yeah, so okay, everybody's okay. all together. I used to like. In fact, I've said that I I, prefer, I want one like underneath the ground, bro. Oh, that'd be cool. Like, yeah. like real underneath. <laughs> you like you go like eight nine feet into the ground, and there I'm surrounded by coffins, and there I'm in the middle, sitting down on a freaking on a throne, just waiting <laughs> to get out. Like that, I want to be buried. I want to be buried like this, just waiting, just and you know the torches all around me and shit. <laughs> Looking like Conan the Barbarian, where waiting, waiting to come out of the freaking crypt. Yeah, <clears throat> as I was like driving by, like those little cemeteries, I thought about it. I would love, I would love to unbury something, you know. But I, I, I'm thinking about it because I'll be honest, I, that's a real thought. I'm thinking about doing. You want to dig up a dead person? A dead person, yeah. For what? Just to see, just to see how it is. What, what's there? It's a, a, a bones. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. You don't know. You don't know. You don't what do you know. Think, what are you gonna find? Well, you can find dust if it's very, very old, but not uh, not the not the tombstones we have around here. I feel you. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. I, I don't think about doing it around here. Just like going up up there, cause like, bro, they were just. I'm talking about this whole living room was just a little a little cemetery. And you, you wanna know? you wanna dig up dead people. I thought about it. All right, it, you bro. Know? That's a great way to get rest, arrested. But that's you, a, would <laughs> you would you say that's wrong? To, well, no, I mean we do it. We we definitely do it if there are specific reasons that you have to do it. I mean to dig somebody up because you're 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 investigating a murder. You I don't know you're 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 looking at you you uncovered some old king or queen from England and you look you're studying their DNA. I but somebody else like I don't know like my grandfather. Suddenly you want to dig up my grandfather because you want to see what the hell he looks like when he's dead. That's morbid shit. <laughs> <laughs> It's illegal. It's definitely illegal. Yeah, it is. Look, okay. dead people have more rights than unborn babies. Oh, all right? right. Okay. There are way more. Yes, there are. There are way more laws protecting a dead person in the ground than there are laws protecting the unborn, which I, yeah. you know, I, I'm not I'm not for abortion. I'm totally against something like that. But there are more laws protecting the dead. Yo, you, you've never you've never listened to any of these interviews or these uh, protests of these, I don't know, a, a tribe somewhere and they're protesting. No, you cannot dig on this land here because this belonged to our ancestors 7,000 years ago mm. and their dust of their bones is still <laughs> in this mountainside. Nigga, the dust of their bones <laughs> is in that mountainside? That's, see, that's more sacred. That to, to, Just to show you, that is more sacred than the life of the unborn. Okay. Oh, you, you, you want to get rid of a baby? No problem. Okay. It's not really a baby. Oh, I get what it's you're saying. It's genetic material. Yes, I get what you know, it's, you're saying. It's, it's choice. It's a mother's choice to get rid of something she doesn't want. 
But no, no, you can't disinter the dust there in that mountain, that uh-huh. hill there. No, no, that has laws. Those are rights. You can get arrested for that. And it's things like this that we live in. You feel me? It's a psychological war. It's, everything is so, uh, what's that word? Uh, contradict. Contradicto, contradictory. We have tons of crazy shit in society. Here, how about this example? Going back to the whole uh, uh, abortion thing, and look, look how messed up these laws are. Let's say your girlfriend wants to, uh, you know, you you got her pregnant. All right, she's a month in. She's like, look, I don't want, I don't want to have this baby, right? And so, whatever. She she's on her way to the abortion clinic. Okay, she's on her way to the abortion clinic to, you know, get rid of the get rid of the baby. On the way there, I hit her car, and I hurt her, right? And in that process, I killed the baby mm-hmm. because of shock or whatever. You know, I hit the side of the door. I hit everybody. I'm going to jail for manslaughter. I killed an unborn child, even though she was just on her way to go kill it. Mm-hmm. She was on the way to the abortion clinic. If she would have gotten there, spread her legs, I would have gotten it out, and it would have been done and over with, and that's perfectly legal. But I accidentally... You know, I, I hit it with my car, whatever it is. I punched her in the stomach. I killed that baby. You know, I'm going to jail for killing a person, yeah. for killing a baby, for killing what an unborn child. So look at that. I unintentionally killed that baby, and it's illegal. But she intentionally is going to kill that baby, and that's legal mm-hmm. because it's her choice. It's, it's a woman's right. Tell me that's not messed up. That makes <laughs> it sense. is messed that up. That's sense. completely yeah. messed up. Well, Definitely I, messed I up. Never, yeah, I never thought. I, I I wouldn't even. Yeah, think of something. The like irony that. of it. It's it's it, it's hypocritical. It's a, you know now you just told me about uh, about Massachusetts. I have a funny story about that. I I've been to Massachusetts one time many 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 years ago, many years ago, and this is before this is before 9/11, and I specifically know before 9/11 because I was still I, I, I was I was in college. You know it, I. I think might have been my second year of college. I mean, just know that, that this is one of my main questions to ask you. What? Nine eleven. Where where were you and what were you doing? But all right, I, I'll, I'll tell you. I'll, I'll tell you afterwards. So we we. Would you care if I? You're on you're on your side of the uh, okay. of, of of the room over there. Anyhow, the uh, during that time I was involved in. A, I used to tell you guys these stories. I was involved in in, in the club scene in New York. Yeah, and, and, yeah. If, if you were young and you were hip and this is what you wanted, you want to go to New York and party. And the, also the raver scene was 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 happening during that time. I don't know if you ever seen the ravers with the with the, with the visors and the big UFO pants and the candy kid bracelets, right? He, he likes oh, okay, okay, right okay, now, okay, right okay, now, okay, now it's okay, called okay. EDM, yeah, right? EDM, right? Okay, no, it's no, it's no longer, it's yes. no longer techno or house music, all right, right? So we, everybody used to get messed up. Everybody, everybody was all banged up. There, if you were in those clubs, you were really banged up. Drugs were all over the clubs in New York City. It's not like they are today. Today, the big clubs are closed, and the drug culture is not alive and well like it used to be, right? Like, right. <laughs> uh, so we were we were doing all sorts of different drugs, and we used to do K. Ketamine, okay, right? Ketamine, and what is that? Is that a, you smoke it or it, no? It's a it's a cat tranquilizer. It's oh. the ki- it, this is what you use to kill dogs. Okay, and when you go to when you go to the vet, you put down your dog. They 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 will inject ketamine into and they'll knock it out. Uh huh. Whipped cream. Dang it! Is it this is this specific? Uh, uh, no, no, this is liquid. That, that, it's a liquid. You okay. can't, you can't, you can't inhale. It's just, it's a little tiny bottle. It's, it's. Uh, I mean, I'm sure they still have it now. Uh-huh. It wasn't 
I guess it was just a more available back then because it hasn't spread as much that people were using this to get high, which is which is amazing. Like, how the hell did people figure out you can get high using cat tranquilizer? Word up. You know, like Word how so, some there had to be a chemist, mm -hmm. somebody who knows that the, the chemicals in this thing this will get you banged up. Word. Right, and so we were dealing during that time in the city, in the clubs. You know, everybody was dealing. Everybody had something that were they were dealing something. Everybody always had an extra pill in their pocket. You had an extra bottle of this, something like that. And no, in fact, 9/11 had happened. It had happened, and then there was this huge drop in all drugs across all New York City. In fact, all across the tri-state area, because there was so much more observation, there was so much more surveillance. Mm -hmm. Everywhere because of you know the the, the, fall, the fall of the towers, acid completely disappeared. I remember we were I was I was a big acid bunny b back in the day. That completely disappeared, 100%. Liquid completely disappeared. What's liquid? It's as liquid acid. Oh, okay, 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 the, okay. It, okay. A vial, right? Now if, if you're if you're gonna take acid, that's that's the that's the best way to take it. The little tab, little papers that people take, that doesn't. It's nothing in comparison. I mean, you actually have to take it in liquid form to really feel. Uh, like really trip. I mean, you're gonna yeah. bug out. You you need you need to take liquid. That completely disappeared. In fact, I think there was a a an article on Rolling Stones at the time that the, the the guru of acid was finally arrested somewhere in California. That he was mass producing most of the acid across the United the whole United States. I, I have to look that, look that up. The, the the acid guru gets arrested like like uh -huh. 15 something years ago. Anyhow, there was no there was no ketamine and people loved doing that shit. And so somebody found out that somebody in Massachusetts were <laughs> were were selling it. So like, like oh. were, were they were they making it too? No, that's okay. that stuff comes out of a factory. That's okay. uh, you it, whatever company makes it, uh -huh. you know, has a special license to make this chemical. And they will distribute it to uh, veterinarians. Okay. I, I think ketamine is also used in hospitals, um, but I'm not I'm, I'm not really sure what they use ketamine for because they have other. Well, m maybe if you're like allergic to one type of a substance, maybe they'll use that as mm -hmm. medication. Well, I, I know ketamine is not. They, it's a substitute they use when if you're addicted to heroin, they give you that. No, no, that that's that's methadone. That's methadone. Yeah, yeah. Look at a, look at a picture online, and you, you'll see you'll see what ketamine is. It's just a little vial like that, and there's a liquid in it. It's it's. It, and what is it a downer? It's a dissociative. What does that mean? You you are, you know, how can I? Well, I'm spend so so many free. You're not here anymore. It, it is a downer. Let's put it that. But it's also a psychedelic in a sense. I don't, from what I remember, oh my God, I haven't done this in such a long time. It's hard to hard to explain what it's like. You. You snort it. You okay. you take the liquid and you you dry it. All right. People figured out that if you take the liquid and rather than inject it, or you can't drink that stuff because it's poison. You put it on a Pyrex dish. All right. This is this is even before the internet. How we how we were figuring this out. You put it on a Pyrex dish and you put it inside your oven and you like you're baking cookies and shit and you're baking a fucking pot of uh, fucking Pyrex drugs mm -hmm. and then you take it out and it's caked up. And you, would there be a smell? No, there's no, no smell, smell whatsoever. Okay. There's okay. there's no smell. You you. You smoke, all right, and that is some real potent, yeah. potent drug. It's it's it really it's really really bad. I never enjoyed it. I mean, there's some drugs that your particular uh, personality, your particular genetic makeup. I don't know what you can handle certain things more than others. That's something that I just never, I never enjoyed doing it when when it was available. People did it, but in terms of like saying this is my go-to, 
Oh, absolutely not. And I had friends. I had friends that were uh, technically they were addicted to it, but they say that that's not addictive because it doesn't have addictive properties uh, to it. But they just love being in what was called a K hole. So you you do it you do a bit, and then you you just feel like it's again you disassociate from things around you. It's almost like your consciousness break, break separates. You don't feel your body the same way. You like if you do enough, you go to the bathroom. You feel like the the signal from your brain going all the way down to your kidneys. Mm -hmm. Let go, release, urinate. Yeah. Like you feel that okay. disconnected from yourself. Uh -huh. You take enough of it, you're comatose. Like you, 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 you know, you're, you're, you're <laughs> one of these things, and you're in this bizarre world. Depending the variety of of the drug, uh, and we, we used to call it by we used to uh, label it by the color of the label. There were nice thing, you, bro. There were uh, there was yellow labels, there was green label, blue label, and all that is is just where the comp the company that produced. But each company produced it a little differently, so it all had a different effect on you, uh, on, on on your body. Anyhow, uh, I'm sorry, wait. Uh, I apologize. No, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, yeah, so the uh, it's just something I, I, I definitely never like that. I made a mistake once. Well, I should say mistake. I, I, I was going for to actually get in a hole. I my friends had always that was your gone. Intentions? It was my intention. My friends had always gone for the hole and they got in there. Okay. I didn't like and, it. That and, shit was scary, bro. And so what? Uh, when they're in the hole, you see them just knocked out. They're 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 they're. they're they're looking at you, or their eyes might be closed because it's hard to keep your eyes open. But uh -huh. they're useless. They're, okay, they're, yeah, they're, yeah. There's nothing they're potato, there. Potato, right? They're a potato, complete, <laughs> complete potato. And I didn't like that. I thought that was disgusting. I, I always looked. I'm like, man, that does not look like it's fun. You did enough, and it banged you up, and all right. But it, it, but it's just a very weird, weird experience. Some people enjoyed it. So I said, you know what? I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try going into the in, in, into that hole. And so they they say hole because you do enough. Right, and of course, again, it depends the variety that you're doing, and you feel like you have sunken in somehow. Okay, like there's a hole, and you went into the hole, and the rest of reality is up here, uh -huh. and you're looking up like that. Okay, it's bizarre. It is just b bizarre, 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 bizarre stuff. In fact, some people said that they, they, when they inject it, if you were really, a, a, you know, advanced with this, you injected it that you had an outer body, outer body experience, because that's how disassociated you were from your body. Mm -hmm. All right, so that I never tried. I do, I do know people who uh, they used to inject that shit, and that, that's dangerous because again, you're using it to kill freaking cats and dogs Word and up. animals yeah, and stuff. Yeah. How much do you inject in you and not and knock yourself out? All right, so I was I, I was in my bedroom at the time uh, and we were with my friends, and I just took a little bit extra than normal, dude. That was the worst experience I ever had. I felt myself going in and my eyes closed. And I was not here any longer. I was dead. I had died. I, I said to myself, I am dead. Yeah, okay. I messed myself up. I did too many drugs. And I have died completely. And right now I'm in hell. Because everything was this spinning waves, red waves. And I'm okay. like, bro, this must be the fiery pits of hell spinning around. These are the waves of hell. And time is completely gone. You know, you smoke weed, time, you know, there's dilation of time. You, you think an hour has passed, and it's like, oh, damn, only two minutes passed already, yeah. right? Okay. That really happens really, really bad with, with ketamine. I'm talking about, I was there for a million years. And it happens with acid, too. And it happens with acid, too. This is even worse, because acid, you have your eyes open, technically. You can, you know, you can bug out. You can have a sort of a conversation with 
with somebody. Uh-huh. Not with this. Not with this. You are comatose, you know. And I couldn't keep my eyes open. And I, the moment I opened, I was trying to force my eyes open. I'm like, I see my friends. I'm not dead. I'm not dead. And then my eyes lids were closed down. I'm like, oh, shit, I'm dead again. So you would come in and out? I would out? come in and out. And I kept saying, it's a million years have passed. A thousand years have passed. Like, really, that's how long it felt that when you were in there. I said, this has to be hell. That you're in a, another dimension and time has completely disappeared and you're stuck and you can't get out of this. To this day, can you still, you could still remember that uh, That's feeling? how bad, I still remember that. That's how, that's how bad it was. And I still remember, I remember saying to myself, I have died. Millions of years have passed. I cannot get out of this. This, uh, wow. this is my punishment. Yeah. Right? This is my definite punishment. And, you know, my friends were like, yo, yo, come on, come on, get out. And only like five minutes have passed by. I had I I only went down for like five minutes or yeah. something, and they, they snapped out. I'm like, I'm never doing that shit again. And I go, what the hell we do? That's just nasty. That was nasty. Anyhow, long story short, there was a shortage of that all over, you know, New Jersey, New York, whatever, among the big clubs, uh, people who who like really really dealt in that, you know. And we heard that there was somebody in Massachusetts that had that. Who was he? We, we'll never know. So you always go through middlemen and then another man, another man, whatever. So they amassed like, it was like five, six cars that went yeah. to Massachusetts <laughs> in search of this guy who one person leading everybody knew where he was located, right? And I don't know, they got together like 40 grand or something like that. And the guy only sold in bulk. You're not going to get a little bottle. Yeah, okay. You're going to get a whole shitload, right? And we're like, do you want to take the yeah, risk? It's the real stuff. Oh, it was real stuff, right? Well, what when it, when yeah. we found out, you know, I'm like, all right, we trust the person who's, you know, in fact, that kid disappeared. I was, in fact, he. I was just thinking about him the other day, and nobody's ever heard of him. He probably died or got arrested. Uh, so we went, and we're on the ride. We're on the ride to uh, to uh, to Massachusetts. In fact, I didn't even drive at the time yet. That's how young I was. I wasn't driving. My friend was in the back, sleep, half asleep, and I'm I'm sitting next to some mafioso guy in, in next to me while he's driving the car. And every now every now and then, you'd smell something really really bad in the car. So I didn't know this guy, and my friend was asleep in the back, so we didn't really talk much. Mm-hmm. And every now and then, he'd lower the window. I'm saying to myself, bro, <laughs> this guy se está cagando, man. <laughs> this guy needs to take such a shit. And I'm like, he's probably really nervous because you got that nervous shit. You know, yeah, you, you, you got nervous. nervous you got that nervous shit. Your shits are hot. Your shits are hot. So the drive was like four hours long, right? It's a uh-huh. long. It's a while to get there. And every 10 minutes, he's lowering his window because he's shitting himself. I'm like, bro, he's going to have diarrhea straight in the car. I'm looking back at my friend. He's asleep in the back. I can't even I can't even tell him anything. There was no texting. Yeah, yeah, texting yeah. didn't exist. You couldn't laugh at it. I'm like, all right, fine, whatever, 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 whatever. All right, so we get to the place. We hand over the money to the guy. And he says, okay, you got to wait in this parking lot. Wait in this parking lot. I'll be back in 20 minutes. 20 minutes turned into eight hours. What? All right. It turned into eight hours. And by the, by that time, everybody <laughs> wanted to hurt somebody. You're cheating me. I'm cheating you. You yeah. stole our money. I stole your money. You know, I'm going to kill your mother. Your family's gone. This is what everybody was thinking, you know, where everybody's against each other. Finally, you know, the guy shows up after eight hours. The, the the guy who had the stuff was in church. <laughs> he was in church. <laughs> he was in church. <laughs> he had gone with his family to church, and, you know, he wasn't answering his phone or whatever. And so he finally came back, and we got our stuff. You're driving back, and everybody's really happy. Wait, yeah. hold, hold on. So how, who <laughs> concluded, no, let's continue to stay? Like, how do you? Because we, we, we said, yo, it's 40 grand. 
do you wait or do you leave? I'm like, no, we're staying, bro. We're staying. We're right? staying. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's Fortnite. We're staying, staying. And, and that's really chump change. When, uh -huh. you're, ta when you're talking about like you know, drugs, that, that, that is nothing. That, that, that's absolutely nothing. But we're like, no, no, we're, 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 we're going to stay. We're going to stay. Finally, the guy shows up. You know, he, he gets our stuff. We put in the cars. And then we're all driving like 20 miles an hour on the highway in case the cops pull us over. You know, you <laughs> right, got to drive yeah. real straight. <laughs> Whereas everybody's happy in the parking lot. Everybody's celebrating. And then I start finally talking to the guy next to me like i haven't really spoken much to him and and we're you know we're loosening up so we're finally i start saying to him like he says to me no he says to me damn bro is your stomach okay now because you were farting what? in the car i'm like <laughs> no nah, man i wasn't farting in the car i thought it was you he's like i wasn't farting it was my friend in the back seat who had freaking sleeping. the shits he was asleep the whole time shitting his way all the way to freaking Ma massachusetts <laughs> wow that's crazy. Yeah, yeah, that, that that's that's my only uh, 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 Massachusetts Mass story. That's no, but that's incredible. Like, but when the guy came, was he like, "Oh man, I'm sorry"? Was he concerned or was he? Well, he well just of didn't course, because he's the main. He's your connect. Okay, you know? yeah, he's yeah. He's the guy that you just gave all this money to. Okay. In fact, I, why did we stay? Because his car was still there. Oh, so okay. he left to go find whoever he knew. So he had to come back no matter what. He had to come back no matter what. So if he didn't come back. You know, we'll wait like till you come what, back. what the yeah. hell? We're gonna yeah. wait till you come back. That, yeah, 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 yeah. That's what it was. That's 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 a that's a long time ago. That's a long time ago. You know, there's there are other teachers who can tell you funky stories like that because they 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 in fact they they even have uh, they they go to some classes like they'll go to room to room and they'll share their story of the shit that they used to go through when they were younger. Uh -huh. And a lot of those stories are, you know, I used to get arrested. I got in drugs. Did you ever know Mr. Uh, Mr. C? No. No. Uh, this was, he was. In fact, he's told the story to everybody. I mean, he's he 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 was really bad. He was really really bad into drugs, and he he will have like a conversation with some classes, you know, on the dangers of drugs. And well, he, he was, was in the high school. Yeah, yeah, he works at the high school. Okay. He was he's one of the subs. Still there too. Yeah, yeah, he's one of the okay. subs. He's re he's respected. You know, it's it's been a long time ago since those days. And he burned the inside of his, his septum. He has a septum completely burned uh, from all the cocaine that he used to do when he, oh, when he was young. Oh, the guy tatted up? Yeah, 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 yeah. I know yeah, him. Yeah, yes, yeah, yes, yes, yeah, yeah. He yes. shares his story with everybody. He's like, look, this is how bad it can get. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know him. I know him. I know him. Yeah, he had a crazy life. He used to, you know, one-on-one, -on -one, he's told me a lot of stories, and they're interesting. Really, really interesting stuff. Yeah. So, um, what were you doing? Sorry, I thought my mom likes to come in a lot. I hope she doesn't come in. I just hope she doesn't come in. But um, so what? You were in college on nine eleven. What happened? I yeah, I was in college. I, I was in fact, I had gone out clubbing the night before, so I was asleep. It was a Saturday, I think Saturday morning. Was it Saturday morning? No, I don't. I don't remember what it was. But I, I know I was asleep, and my mother, my parents were home. It had to be the weekend. It had to be a weekend because my mom is home, my dad is home. And I'm asleep. It's like nine o'clock in the morning, and I sleep. And I hear in the kitchen they're screaming. Yeah. La torre, la torre, oh my God. And I'm hearing, and I I'm like, well, what the hell you want me to do? You know, I still had a buzz from the night before. And and we turned the TV on. No, I looked out the window because I had a view into New York City, and I see that it's cloudy over there. Mm -hmm. And then we turn the TV on. You see that the the, the uh, you know the towers are burning, and I guess that the second airplane had already hit. And I said to my mother, you know what? I want to go get a closer look. So I, I got dressed. I was driving already. And I went over there. 
and you're on Boulevard East, and Boulevard East was packed. There was thousands of people over Boulevard just, East. Just Heli- looking? Just watching? Yeah, yeah. Hel- helicopters everywhere, news reporters, stations, vans, all, all that stuff was everywhere. And you really couldn't see anything because it was just a, this loud, you know, gigantic uh, cloud of, of smoke and debris. So there was nothing really to see. I, I, ran, I ran into a friend of mine from high school, and he needed a ride home, but he lived in Sayreville, and there were no taxis during that time. So I, I remember I told him, I, I'll, I'll take you, and we got stuck in traffic for hours and hours and hours. But that's all there was. A, a friend of mine, though, a friend of mine was living in the city during the time, and he was on his rollerblades. He was on mm-hmm. his rollerblades, and the t- and he was like in the area, a building across from it. Uh-huh. And he had his camera on him, and he was recording the whole thing. And he was rolling around old New York City, recording everything, screaming. He sold that camera to uh, the, the video to... Well, that he sold that video to, I think, NBC or something as, uh, to prove, you know, to show his yeah. uh, what he was recording. It was interesting. It was really interesting. Mom... This is Mr. Pradera. Buenas noches. Pradera. Pradera. Right, that's how you say it? Pradera. Pradera. How are you? And this is good, my mom. Good, good evening. Um, no, yeah, yeah, I like to ask that to the to the people who are... To see where, where, where we're at. Just yeah. everyone, where were you at? Yeah, 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 yeah. But, um... You you don't forget something like that. I mean, because that was such a bizarre thing that that uh, that, that that occurs. I mean, it's a one it's it's a one and done thing. Also, yeah. you, it, For something like that to ever happen again uh, within our lifetime is it's rare because uh, there's so much. I don't more. think there'll ever be an attack in America, and I say this to my friends: there will never be an attack in America. I believe, and if so, it's an inside job. Well, right, right, because the 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 the, the things that you have to. The protocols you have to go through, the the luck that you have to have, and the people you have to cross over their dead bodies to actually get an airplane across seas to land over here. Oh, that's mm-hmm. uh, that. I don't. I don't see that ever happening again. Absolutely not. And you're right. If it's something like that, it'll happen again. It's from inside because somebody had uh, insider information to be able to. Uh, to get it done, um, yeah. but everything changed. Everything really, really changed in in New York and in New Jersey and certain laws. Everything completely at changed after that point. Security was completely beefed up much could, more yeah, than it uh, than it was at, at at one point. I tell a funny story. How do you call it? My we we went to uh, bring it closer. Bring it closer. We went to we went to Cuba uh, during that time just to show you how how lax the. Uh, <laughs> the uh, how do you call it the the airport system was you know security system a friend of mine no this is not the Cuba story this is a, a friend of mine a friend of mine moved to California all right and he was uh, he he was young maybe 21 years old he was very model esque moves to California tries to start his whole life you know as a model look I say he goes to California and he ends up getting a room with a meth head. Hmm. All right, this is right before 9-11. He just didn't know the guy was a, a meth head. So they're living together. That guy's a really, really bad meth head, and he, you know, he's dealing and he's using. It's a complete disaster of a mess, he tells me. So the qu- question was, where is he getting his meth from? He says, well, he's getting it from Canada. From Canada. He's like, the guy will go into Canada and bring it right back on the airplane. I'm like, well, how's that gonna work? How are you gonna how are you gonna bring so many drugs to Canada from Canada back, and they're not gonna catch you at the airport? <laughs> okay, so this guy, he okay, he would go, gets whatever he has to get. On his way back, he would he would put it in his purse. All right, he would he would he was he was a transvestite of sorts. Okay, he would come back. He's very very high. He'd go in, into the airport. Right. He'd find he's already the, high, right? the he's already <laughs> high, of course. He'd find the b- 
biggest, blackest security guard that he can find that's, you know, that's p patting everybody down. And he has the drugs in his bag. And he'd come up and he'd tell the guy, you know, the guy would tell him, uh, sir, ma'am, we have to look inside your bag. He's like, don't touch me, you filthy nigger. I am a rich white woman. You have absolutely no right to touch a woman. Ma'am, we, ma we need to touch. No, filthy black nigger. You can't touch me. All right, ma'am. And that's it. And he would let him pass. Wow. And the, he got through with that for years. Uh -huh. Go, you Try doing that now. You can't. Try, no. try doing that now. You get in trouble for the things. For you everything. Did. <laughs> for, for everything. And he, that's how he used to get it into the country. That's incredible. That's crazy. Yeah. It's impossible to do it now. Just like the movies, how if you're late five minutes, two minutes before your plane, just run inside. Just oh, no, that doesn't inside. happen anymore. No, you no, absolutely not. That's no, impossible. No, no, absolutely not. You know? No, no, no. Uh, one thing that I did was uh, when I recently went to California. Uh, one of our stops uh, was Florida, and we had a layover for, I think, a two-hour layover. And we had some bud, you know. And from California, you could, you could uh, at the airport, LAX, you could carry, well, generally, California, you could uh, carry an ounce with you. Hmm. You feel me? So you could even fly with it. Hmm. You know, my friend, he got stopped. And it's his first time going, uh, he, it was his first time on a plane. And, of course, he had to get stopped. And uh, he had just taken out an eighth because we smoked right before. So he put it right in his pocket instead of in his luggage, how where it was. And the guy came. He opened his, his bag. He took out the, the eighth and he took out something else. He was like, hold up, wait right here. He comes with his manager. The manager comes. He just looked at it, looks at the other thing, puts everything right back. And he's like, all right, just go. You know, you, you're able to do that. So in Florida, uh, we had that layover and we decided to leave the airport and smoke real quick and come back and mm -hmm. that was our first time doing that <laughs> and uh it was okay it was, it was pretty cool you know that, that quick little uh situation right there but <laughs> you ever been to california no it's, no? A, it's, it's on the list of uh of places to go i have a i have some friends over there but i've never uh my I, my music teacher when i you know I, I sing opera my my music teacher moved to california many many years ago and she was living with her daughter because she was so old and I always said to me, I want to go visit her, you know, before she dies, you know, and, and say, but I never got a chance to do it. That was uh -huh. all my real impetus for going to, uh, for going to college. Why don't you just go? I don't, okay. It's like, it's, uh, I, again, I have friends there, but I don't, uh, I don't know. I just don't find it as interesting as, 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 as I used to. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't find, I, I'd like to go, like, uh, I'd love to go to Salem. I love what's, to go to Salem. What's I like that? Salem, Massachusetts. Okay. F Salem, right? I like to go to Salem. That's the the center of the the, the witch trials. Oh, the Salem okay, witch trials. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I'd love to go to uh, uh, I'd love to go to Boston. Uh -huh. I like to go to uh, Maine. I I you're all, travel you're naming things that are just right here. You don't need a plane. Yeah, well, they're hours. Right, right, right. They're just hours ride. I I'd like to go there. I just haven't. I have I have put on the list. I have to put on the list. Uh, since I've graduated, honestly, I you're traveling around. I have, yeah. All right, good for you. Me and my girlfriend. Good for you. Uh, since 2018 to now, this is in order. We went to California uh, in July, all you know, in July, and then again in November. Then that same year, Florida uh, in, in December. After that, I was turning 21, so we decided to go to uh, Hawaii. Hawaii, yeah, it's expensive. It's it expensive. The whole, the only most expensive thing was the whole trip, going, coming back, and hotel. I paid a full grand. 
And out of all my trips, that was the most expensive yeah, one. Yeah, you yeah, yeah. It's a pretty penny there. And even generally, yeah, Hawaii is is fucking expensive. Yeah. It, it, like a, a Big Mac is not five dollars; it's eight dollars. Yes, you yeah, get yeah, me. Yeah, like yeah, even yeah, McDonald's yeah. Is, is like increased. Yeah. You know. Uh, after that, we went to California again, and then we went to Texas. And I could just say majority of the places is just California. We go back and forth, back and forth to California. Where in California? Uh, always Los Angeles. Okay. Uh, you, we're usually located West Hollywood, but um, isn't Los Angeles the place that has all the shit problem, like all the homeless people shitting all over the place? Bro, like <laughs> let me tell you, let me tell you, man. Our first time in California, you we went. You stepped on shit. No, no, no. <laughs> uh, you see this? Do you see this right here? Yes. All right, this is a brand called Rip and Dip. If you look all the stickers around you, it's all Rip and Dip. It's a clothing brand which I truly love. You feel me? Check it out. Mm-hmm. My first tattoo ever. Ah. That's right. Okay. All right. All right. All right. I have my the only tattoo I ever got was on my shoulder in the back. And that's the only one you got? Yeah, I never got it. I never. Uh, I got one on my head. Over. On your head? I went. I got for 2020. I decided to go bald. <laughs> so I was like, you know what? Because I I got a tattoo on the bottom of my foot and. If I'm wearing, it wastes, that wastes away, definitely. I, it I, did, I, it I, did. Yeah, it yeah. fully did. Well, yeah. not fully. It's it's some. The, there's only a spot. That's yeah, it. the salts in your in your skin just like will yeah. erode it. <laughs> that, that's yeah, what yeah. they were telling me. Oh, don't do it. I'll, just do it. I don't care, you know. <laughs> but my point was, um, yeah. So we went over there for Rip and Dip, and we went to the like the headquarters of it, the office, and because it's like it's an artsy type of thing, you know. Mm-hmm. So he had the whole cat, you know. He had a mural. It was dope, and we went around one in the morning. So she's like you want to uber back and i was like nah let's you know let's walk the 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 la summer night mm-hmm. <laughs> let's walk it yeah. you know not knowing what skid row is <laughs> you know so I, I promise you man like we, we're walking and it, it's an industry industry type of thing like a field mm-hmm. like just just oh it's weird you know we're walking you know there's no trees around and you just acknowledge that you're only walking on the street, not on the sidewalk. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. there's tents everywhere, everywhere yeah, bro. Yeah, From yeah. corner to corner to corner. Like, it was incredible. I've never seen something like that, you know? And, like, like the homeless people have everything. Yeah. They have TV. They have bikes. They have they have, every, they have dogs, you know? They have everything, you know? And as we're walking, you know, they... A two-story you, tent. You, 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 yeah. <laughs> no, bro, some would have, like, nine people tent. You know, the tents would be connected, it's like a little community, you know, and like as you're walking through the streets, you know, like, oh, we got crystal, we got crystal, we got crystal, you know, as the, just the black people just walking back and forth, you know, and I wasn't scared if somebody was going to hurt me because you know, I, I didn't I didn't feel that energy, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's just like it's just just be careful. Of course. You feel me? And of I went back and nobody's thank God nobody was following us, but because it, it was just me and her, you know, and like. She's small, you feel me? And me, I'm just skinny, you feel me? So it's just like... <clears throat> and I grew up, your girlfriend was protecting you. Yeah, yeah she, she was, she was, she was, she was. No, but yeah, man. Yeah, homeless is huge in LA. Part of the reason is it's the weather. It's great weather. If you're going to be homeless somewhere, be homeless where the, where the, the weather's great all exactly. year round. Exactly. You know, yeah. I was in California and I thought about it. Like, I would love to experience homelessness, honestly. Because in California, too, for the fact that I have everything what I need. Don't you like to eat every day? I'll be honest, I can fast. <laughs> yeah, but don't you like to eat eventually? I get you. I get you. I get you. <laughs> but I thought about it. How about being homeless and still having a job? Homeless and still having a job. You know, just how for long the experience. You, how long can you... Well, homeless by... what well, You just don't have a, a place to go sleep in and keep your things That's at? That's right, yes. But you still have a shower? 
Yeah, because in you LA, stop, you still have a change of clothing. Uh, you have that that little circle of clothing. You have that little circle of clothing. Okay. You know. Okay. Because in, in California, you could shower anywhere. You could wash your hands anywhere. The bathrooms are open. You feel me? So I, I I remember I was at the skate park and I was just there and I was observing like you know like it was a homeless guy. He was walking, and I was just like, wow, bro. Like I really could. Just imagine, just for a couple years. A couple of years. Don't, 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 <laughs> don't, don't. I just want to be homeless on the street for a couple of years, just to try it out. Or if anything, a whole year, a whole year, just just not living somewhere, but you're just collecting money. You feel me? You're collecting collecting money, money from who? You're working. But see, here, here, all right. So here's the thing: like, is, if you're homeless, you're you're like opening yourself up to like so many. So many other things that you're just not, like not, not even thinking about, like diseases and illness, and you know. Uh, well, again, if the weather is fine, the weather is fine. But what if you're not going to eat all the time? You people, people treat you and look at you differently when you look homeless. Yeah, you're trying. You're you're what you're, you're describing is like you you live outside, but you don't look homeless. But you don't. I. I guess. I guess. <laughs> I've had no, friends that lived in their car. Okay. I've had friends that have lived in their car and they went to work and they went right back to their car. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Right, I've had friends that do that and they. That was horrible. It was just a horrible situation. I've had friends that have been homeless. Uh huh. Look, there was a student just a couple of years ago. He graduated. He was involved in. Uh, you know, he had problems with his family and Dyfus was involved and Dyfus is involved in your life until I think you're 21. And they had given him a place or something until he was 21. And then when he once he aged out, he had nowhere to go. He ended up at the shelter here in uh, in Union City. Okay. And he, you know, I, I used to talk to him. He, he was like, hey, how's it going? How are you doing? Blah, blah, blah. You know? And he said it was it was, it was horrible. You're, you're living in the shelter with other people. Yeah, there's food coming in, but the food is not great. You're not changing your clothes often. People are ignoring you. You have nowhere to go in the morning. He said that was the worst thing about being homeless. There's nowhere to go. They kick you out of the shelter, and then what do you do with yourself? You're just moping around. You just that's why you see so many people like just honest, there, just, just there because they got nowhere to go. Yeah. So where would he go? He would go to the he would go to the Forty Fifth uh, Street Library. Mm-hmm. He'd sit at the library and he'd read. He'd look up work. He'd look up jobs. But he said that there were other homeless guys in the library and the computers next to him looking at porn. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know they were so banged uh-huh. up. You know uh-huh. he's looking for a job and the freaking wino next to him is looking for porn. Okay. <laughs> go go, yeah, go yeah. figure. So it took a long time for him to get on his feet. He says it's a horrible experience. It's just a nasty experience. Is it easier to deal with when you're younger? I think so. I think it's a lot easier to deal with when you're, you're younger. But it, it, there's also the mentality. There's also the mind frame of, of, being, of being homeless. There's a, there's a certain despair that eventually does overpower your thinking. I'm never going to get out of this. I'm getting used to this. Might as well make the best it's of it. It's just the comfort. How, the comfort. It, it, yeah. The yeah. comfort of the discomfort. <laughs> the comfort of the discomfort. Okay, I like that. I, I don't know. I, I I used to say that I'd want to try out just sleeping outside for a couple of nights, like in a tent or something like that. But I'm like, well, I don't want to do that anymore. <laughs> I'll be honest, I, I like to I like to experience a lot of things, you know. And uh, one thing I like to talk about. You, yo, you can be homeless here in Union City, That's, bro. Nah, you can just I, be wouldn't, like, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. This is not prime location to be homeless. No. If I'm gonna be homeless, I'll be honest. I want to be on grass. I want to be because I'll be honest. I'm that I'm a nature type of person, so Yo, I believe I believe you, in grounding. It goes to show you you've know? never been to the cemetery at nighttime. This, why? The, the, because that, where do you think they sleep? Okay, they're all in the cemetery. Like a friend of mine who's a real homeless person. Like at one uh-huh. point, he's like, "You never did the cemetery at night." He's like, "Yeah, I, sure, I have." He's like, "He's like, but have you ever noticed other people there?" I'm like, mm, 
I guess I did. He's like, they're sleeping there. I'm like, mm. what do you mean? He's like, where do you think the homeless in Union City go to at nighttime in the summer? They go sleep in the, in the cemetery. Nobody's bothering them. It's quiet. They can drink and get high if they want to in the cemetery, and then they can sleep on the grass. Until the morning, right? Until the morning, and they get up, and then they go. That's incredible. Yeah, I didn't know that. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> now you're gonna make a now you're gonna make a, a trip to uh, the cemetery at nighttime Probably. to see if we can find any homeless people. <coughs> Damn man, they're true. They're here. <laughs> and they're here. <laughs> they're here. <laughs> Scoot over, man. I want to sit down and like uh, know who you are. Que fue? <laughs> no, I do want to. <laughs> I want to do a podcast with a homeless person. I really do, and that's I am gonna do that. Okay. But um, you know, I did one with Brian Stack. You did one, Brian Slack. Yeah, he I came have, here. I, no, oh. no, no. I wish he did. <laughs> I wish he did. Give him, a, give him a few drinks. Light no, him up. He's no, like, "Hey, Brian, was good, bro. It was good." <laughs> no, all right. Okay, all right. Uh, no, we did at the city hall. Okay. You know. All right. Uh, what, what episode was that? I, I listened to a couple of episodes. I didn't drop it. Oh, I you haven't dropped it. it. I haven't oh. dropped it. I'm keeping it. You're keeping. Okay. You know, I, I, I contemplate a lot. Mm-hmm. And I just don't. I get nervous. I don't know when to drop it. You know. Okay. Like, I'm well. thinking. I'm thinking about it. Maybe I could drop it on the day of of. Well, Union maybe you City's can birthday. edit it. You can say he's birthday. No, no, no. I don't edit nothing. Okay. I don't edit nothing. Okay. Yes. I, I, there was an episode I was listening to. It was some kid that was talking about uh, what was he talking about? Uh, no fap or semen retention or something. Oh yeah, that, that, that yeah, was good. That, yeah, was, that, yeah. that, 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 that was good. You know about that stuff? You pick, pick and choose whatever. I, I could talk about anything. Like. <laughs> He, uh, it was interesting when he's talking about the whole uh-huh. semen retention thing. It is, it is, and I'm, I'm glad I'm getting into that right now. You know, well, well the, 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 the thing with semen, this has been around forever. I mean, this is, this is age old. The idea of a man holding in his life source, his life, the vitality, the energy, that it's right? found his energy that it's found within your seed. This is going back, like we're going back to primitive times. I mean, in 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 in, in Ta- with, uh, uh, Taoism, the Chinese practice that holding your holding your seed, the idea that you can have you know you can orgasm and not release because there is a it is a two, completely two different functions there you know having an <laughs> orgasm and ejaculating are two different things so that a man can have multiple orgasms uh, like a woman can right in a short amount of time and that you're not tiring out because you have maintained your vitality your life source your seed in you I, I don't i don't i don't see it as something like that do i see benefits from it sure Sure, there are, I, there's there is there's no reason for a man at any age to ejaculate that many times during the week. Mm-hmm. The younger you are, the more you can ejaculate. The and, and again, I'm saying ejaculate as opposed to having an orgasm. The more you can, your body is more primed. It has way more testosterone. You have all all their levels are where they should be. And as a man, you can you can come as many times as you want. I go if you remember being 14 or 15. You can freaking fap all day, and nothing's yeah. gonna happen to you. Uh-huh. All right, try doing that shit when you're 40 all day. You're gonna fall apart. You just your body completely falls apart. Mm. So, depending your age, how often can you? Just depends. In your 40s, I wouldn't suggest advise anybody, any man, to be <laughs> man, you know right? yeah. to, to, to be ejaculating seven times a week, One, uh-huh. not even once a day. <laughs> once a day, right? You wouldn't be doing it. You yeah. you, you are depleting stores of. What the hell is it called? Acetocholine. I don't remember what the hell. I, I don't remember what it is. It's it's a it thinks a neurotransmitter that assists in your erection. And if you're watching porn while you're doing it, you're destroying yourself because you're creating connections. You're creating new uh, cellular connections in your brain to the imagery that you're watching, and you're destroying. You're destroying your libido. You are like practicing 
doing something which you shouldn't be doing and and you're getting pleasure out of it. Mm-hmm. That's the worst part of it. So you're stuck in that and it's very difficult to get away from. That's why a lot of guys, young guys too, young guys will lose their erection. Young guys will lose their libido. Young guys will not be interested as much in their girlfriend as they used to be if you are watching way too much porn and fapping along to it. It's a fantasy world that you're creating your brain that once you finally detach from, very difficult to like heal from. Yeah. It, it takes months. Uh-huh. It takes months to heal from something like that. Yeah, it's incredible, you know, holding in your energy. If you want to look like that, if you want to look at it as a as a mystical thing that you're holding in your energy, I guess sure, whatever. If you want to just look at it as, you know, I'm I'm not the I'm not depleting these chemicals, these transmitters in my body, uh, then I guess it's just a more practical thing to do. Mm. Like I said, when you're younger, much easier to go at it all the time. When you're getting older, it's just not healthy. It's just not healthy. <clears throat> this is gonna change the subject, but. You know, I'm glad uh, you came across my childhood uh, growing up, Mm. you know, uh, just for the fact that, like, in the sense of you being my teacher, just for the people, uh, in the sense of just the way you were and all that, you know. And I'll be honest, the way you would speak and your stories about acid, (laughs) you know, about acid. And uh, I was... In the ninth grade, you were my English teacher. And also that same year, I experienced my first breakup, mm-hmm. my first family death or ever death. You feel me? Uh, smoking weed for the first time and uh, doing acid, you know. And I remember I did acid. It was in December. So it was like I, I had already became a, a sophomore. Paper? Uh, it was paper, yes. Mm-hmm. And um, I'll be honest, you know. I don't know if you remember me, you know, in class, but I was. I You're remember sitting it, in the back. I, in the back, yeah. yeah and yeah. I, I, I was at that time. I was so curious to everything, you know, and you know your stories and all that, and then, you know how like how it's hard to get it or how you would get it, you know, and you know just again just your stories, and me doing acid for the first time, you know, I did it with nine people in a, in the house. Ooh! Everybody's doing. Everybody's doing it, man. Everybody's doing it. And some are doing full. Some are doing half. And this type of acid, uh, we got it from a guy. And he's known for having good acid. Mm-hmm. And it was, uh, from what I could experience, it was good acid. This mm-hmm. is something that made you trip. You feel you me? You trip. You're, they're, they're, it wasn't just visual. You trip. Yeah, you're yeah. tripping, bro. Like, <clears throat> it was nine of us in the house. And, you know, we took it at seven o'clock. You know, time's going by. And my experience is, you know, time's going by. Maybe 30, 40 minutes. We're going to the store. Everybody's starting to feel something. <clears throat> and I'm not feeling nothing, you know. And I took half a tap. Mm-hmm. I'm not feeling nothing. I'm not seeing nothing. You An know? hour later. I'm, I'm okay. <laughs> and <clears throat> as we're going to the store, my boy, he took half a tap too. But he saved his half because I went half with someone else. So that half went to someone else. So... He gave me his half. He was like, here, you could have mine because I'm already feeling it. I was like, say no more. So I took the other half, which oh. is technically called back to back. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's bad. That's not, that's not so uh We're going to the store, which is maybe two minutes before where I took the second dose of acid. I'm going to the store. And right when I walk in, that's when I see it. Like I, I saw space. Mm. You feel me? And there was this guy wearing a knee, like neon green pants. And it was pretty bright. So I was like, wow, you know, like, all right, 
So, you know, time's going nice, by. Nice pants, man. <laughs> nice pants, bro. Time's nice. going by and all that. We go back to the house, you know, and now things are getting very fast. Mm-hmm. You know, things are v- getting very, like, like bright and very. Walls are breathing. Uh, floors moving. Lights yes, are brighter. you know, and every. It, so you're it, more things, sensitive to sound. Things are getting uh, loud. Things loud, are getting very loud. Very loud. Uh-huh. And there's this kid who's acting a little weird. You know, he looks just a little out of it, you know, and <clears throat> time's going by. And as I say, time's going by. Just think about minutes, just minutes. Uh, he starts getting very, he's out of it. Mm-hmm. He would jump from the couch up like, wow, what? You feel me? Just back to. No, he was, like, bu- he was he, bugging out. He wasn't there. He, was he wasn't bugging there. Out. You feel yeah. me? And <clears throat> at that time, everybody's just running around. People are paying attention. People aren't caring. People don't know, you know. And I'm there, and I open the front door, and I see, like, just the outside. And I was like, yo, I told Elsie. I was with Elsie. Uh, I told Elsie. I was like, yo, bro, get paused, and let's get the fuck out. So we get out. You were in the wrong environment. We, it, it, it Yes. You know, and I, when I saw the outside, I was like, bro, like, why are we inside? Let's just mm-hmm. go outside, you mm-hmm. know? It's us three now. And right now, I can say it's been an hour since we've took the dose, and or maybe an hour and a half and we go into this parking lot which is just right there and like like now things are just like wow bro <laughs> you know like 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 when you th- when I did research on on acid or psychedelics they mostly talk about the visuals mm-hmm. you know they never talked the I trip. never knew about what a trip was uh, I didn't uh, know that there was you such feel thing like you're, as you're going to trip <laughs> I like bro like it was such a mental thing you know and then we we decide like all right we can't sit here we have to go somewhere i have a porch but if my mom comes or my grandpa sees you know did you, did you end up looking at the clouds no it was nighttime oh it was oh. nighttime but um you know we decided to go to my boy's house and as we're going we're like damn we can't go upstairs because your mom's awake you know all right let's just chill in front of the house he lived between two houses so he had like he was perfect mm-hmm. fully isolated and you know time's going by and now it's like, what time is it? What time is it? Every two minutes. Every two minutes. What time is it? You know? And I told him, I was like, bro, like, you just asked me what time it is. And he's there. He's like, I'm sorry. I can't ask what time it is. You, I'm probably, like, you probably weren't even moving your lips. It, it was. You it, were asking him in your head. You never had that experience? You're looking at each other. You're talking to each other. Nobody's moving their mouth? No. Yo, no, watch. no, no. <laughs> watch. I'll be honest. If my girl was here, I think she would say that. Dude, like, watch. She, you're, she just having a, some... you're having a conversation with each other. No one's moving their lips. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, just point blank. I'll be honest. I handled myself completely like I was there, but I was so confused. Mm-hmm. You know, I was extremely confused, but I knew who I was. I knew where I was at. I knew what I took. And my boy, he was just out of it. You know, he was just completely different. We had gotten a call from the girl from the house, and she says, blah, 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 blah. Uh, the a- the cops and the EMT are here because he had a uh, the kid had a seizure. Oh, and when he heard that, like I was right next to him, I hear that, and we look at each other. He hangs up the phone, and he. This is when the trip starts. You know, the peaking starts mm-hmm. coming in, and like he's there, and he was like, "What happened?" Like, all right, la 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 la. This kid had a, you know, he had a seizure, and right there, he just lost it. Just damn, oh my god, we killed somebody. Oh, you feel oh. me? He started getting paranoid. He got very oh. paranoid. And we we would tell him like no bro like it's all right like he's okay he's fine he's like all right 
oh my gosh, we we could have killed somebody. Mm. And it, it started to be, it, it, it became that. We mm. could have killed somebody. And that, he understood that. That killed your trip. That's you, it. You're going to get, you're developing a bad trip at that point. And he was just in a loop. You mm-hmm. know, he was in a loop. And just the way he was standing, you know, like the his eyes were just bugged out. And me and Elsie, we were looking at her like, yo, bro, like if you, if I lose you, I got nothing. If you lose me, you got nothing. So let's stay together. You feel me? Let's Did you ever bring somebody back from that? What do you mean? When they're in a bad trip. Uh, so this is what we did. It's cold, and we were there from on his like stoop, uh, from eight probably to eleven. I was mm-hmm. like, bro, he got bad. I was like, bro, I don't care if your mom's upstairs. Let's 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 go upstairs. You feel me? Mm-hmm. It's cold now. You feel me? And <clears throat> I'm a big, 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 heavy water drinker. Mm-hmm. So I believe water is a very big solution to everything. Okay. So I was like, bro, let's go. We need water. We go upstairs and <clears throat> we we open the door, hoping his mom's not awake. And just the light was on and she was gone. She was asleep. Mm-hmm. You're safe. <laughs> We're safe. You know, I, I felt relief. So he's there. He even... Like, we, we walk inside, and he'd even close his own door. He's just still standing there. And I was just like, bro, like, you're home now. Relax. Relax. So we close the door. I walk him to, the, like, you know, take him a seat. Now I walk him to the kitchen. I was like, bro, let's get some water. I took some water. He took some water. I was like, bro, just breathe in your nose, eye your mouth. And he starts breathing. You know, he starts calming down. Takes off his book bag. He sits down. And <clears throat> we're joking around now, and now he's coming back. Mm-hmm. You feel me? He's like he's 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 flowing now. Mm-hmm. You feel me? But then he would just go right back into it. Mm-hmm. You feel me? So as time just went by, he was just coming in and out, in and out. And then at one point, I'll be honest, this is what he says, and I I was there, I saw it. I said, "Yo, you want to hear a joke?" And he says, "What?" And I said, "The only way marijuana could kill you is if someone named marijuana goes and kills you." And he starts laughing, and ever since then, he was just back. You know, to this day, I he he thanks me for that moment for bringing him back. You yeah, feel yeah, me? Yeah, yeah, just yeah, that yeah. one that one joke he he understood, and right there he was asking questions like 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 was it like like the light right because like the light it was just it was it was tripping us you know and he was there he was like he's like I see this, turn the light down no 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 it was just he brought I just remembered something but. He was just, uh, you know, remembering, like, like, like I thought I killed someone, right? I was like, exactly. Like, I took acid, right? I was like, yes, this is a trip, right? Yes. I mean, okay. You know, it's, everything's making sense now, you know? Like, like, we were outside, right? Yes. Right in front of my house, mm-hmm. right? Yes. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Like, yes, that wasn't a dream. That was real. Okay. You feel okay. me? All right. Reassuring him. And uh-huh. that, bro, that day, I wish I could relive it, but it was just such an intense day, man. Yeah, that that the bad trips are are scary. That that I've I've I had bad trips. I wouldn't ha- I wouldn't say that was a bad trip for me. For him. For him. For him. Yeah, he was out. Yeah, for him. He to, never did it again, did he? Uh, he did it, but uh, I'll be honest. This was 2014, and he 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 did it recently, like in 2000, like 18. That's when he started trying it again. You feel me? Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, man, that was that was really intense, you know, and. I'll be honest, all, all my trips, because I tripped after that, and all my trips, I haven't done a lot, but, you know, a good handful, shrooms and acid I've experienced, mm-hmm. and uh, I've never had a bad trip. Just just little bad moments. Well, well you know? the, the, the worst thing you people did in the beginning is that you had so many people around you doing it. That's the worst. Yeah, that no, yes, uh, yes, uh, yes, uh, yes, it, yes. You learn to have trip buddies. 
Mm-hmm. Trip buddies. You, you, you learn to have trip buddies. Yeah, that's some. That's 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 an early thing that you you learn that there's only certain people you can do this particular thing with, and be around them and for my, a long time. That's, my, my buddy was Elsie. There's only certain people because there's you know that they can bring you down. You know they can take care of you. Yes. You can you can you can reason with them. They can reason with you, and you 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 feel safe. You know, being in a in in a bad environment will easily set you off. Because you're you're susceptible to the paranoia, the paranoia that comes, and if the paranoia hits in, like you said, you're stuck in a loop and you you're screwed for a while. Yeah, you are man. screwed for a while. It's hard to get out of it. It's hard to it's hard to reason your way out of something like that because mm-hmm. it overpowers your, uh, your, your, your 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 sensibilities. It was incredible. You've done shrooms. I've done I've done just about everything when I was younger. So I, even I, DMT. Uh, I tried mescaline once. Okay. And, uh, and it didn't do anything. And it didn't do anything. I don't know if it was weak or something, but it didn't. Um, it didn't take effect. I remember we were up in 80th Street Park. God, like I said, I wasn't even a teacher when all this stuff happened. Um, and it didn't hit. It, it it never hit. I remember we were talking about trying to find peyote, and that we never. Uh, that was something difficult to find too. We never, we never got that either. But in terms of shrooms and acid, yeah, we we we, we did enough of that. <clears throat> and you you. And you've had bad trips. We've broken through to the other side, bro. Yeah, you know, all right, we 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 did okay. the whole doors, uh, you know, a perception here and opened them up. It it gets it gets bad. I'll never do that stuff again. Like I I can actually remember the last time I actually even did a bunk of coke. Uh, the last time I did a bunk of cocaine was maybe in, in it was in somebody's bathroom at a New Year's Eve party, like over ten years ago. Never touch this shit again. It's just absolutely not. Once once I in fact I remember specifically when I actually stopped doing everything. I was working as a property manager and I was I was living at home and uh, I couldn't pay the bills I remember so I remember I was dealing I was dealing in the clubs and I was doing in the clubs I was all in with I was with my roommate everybody was you're in that scene and I had just applied to be no no I wasn't a property manager yet that was the job I applied for I said yo I have to get out of this I need a stable job mm. I can't continue doing this like a whole bunch of women got arrested and people got or people were getting sent to jail people had already died in, in my crew so I'm like this is just getting getting wacky because at, at first it's always all fun and games but little by little someone's gonna die mm-hmm. somebody always has to go first guaranteed if you're involved in drug culture someone's gonna die it might be you it might be somebody else but it's coming it's guaranteed that it's coming so people have already died people already committed suicide um and i'm like i gotta get out of this bullshit and so there was a i had applied for a position as a property manager and when i applied for the position as a property manager i was making regular income and that encouraged me partially to start getting away from be normal that life yeah yeah, yeah. it's it's fun when you're there but uh-huh. the moment something goes wrong it continues going wrong it okay. gets it gets wacky it gets very 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 wacky no I, i've watched myself honestly i i honestly went to g steps uh sophomore year i remember that i think you told me about and that I'll uh, be yeah, honest, yeah. all my friends and they were that, all there in g steps too that, that, that <laughs> was, <laughs> yeah everybody was there everybody experienced it for everybody that was there for six months plus plus bro like for they did they've done six a year i was there and i did a whole month i did a whole month i just knew like if i want to continue smoking all i gotta do is just stop right now okay. feel me stop right now do what I got to do. When I'm done, I could continue smoking. <laughs> Everyone didn't understand that. You feel me? I know I, I want to smoke right now. All right, go fuck yourself uh, okay. up. Okay, get stuck in that. You there you go. There I got you it go. over with, you know? But, uh, yeah, uh, honestly, I, I just, weed is just my only thing. 
I don't have a tripping buddy no more. You know, I, I've acknowledged that acid is something that I just, I, I have to do by myself. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Like, mm-hmm. just, or if I do acid, I'm not telling no one. Okay. You feel me? Because mm-hmm. I feel like, like, yo, I, I just took some acid. If I tell everyone, it's just like, is he acting different? Okay. You know, and they'll, okay. they'll give you the side eye. That's what I feel. Mm-hmm. You feel me? It's mm-hmm. just, I, get, I get a little paranoid, honestly. Mm-hmm. But, uh, let me ask. Let me ask. Let me ask another question then here. So, what are you looking for in it? In acid? What? Why are you taking it? Like, besides the point that you can get messed up and you can party with, but what are you looking for? I'm. I'm doing the experience. I don't. I honestly don't have a party mentality. I don't have a, a an actual fun mentality. Well, I do. I'm. I'm a very comical guy. Uh-huh. Very. I, I don't. If you're my friend, I tell you, don't take. Don't ever take me serious until you know. I'll let you know when to. to you know when to take me. But don't ever take me serious. But uh, I I just, I, I didn't look at it as, all right, I'm going to get fucked up. You feel me? Like, all right, it's acid. All right, let's see, you know, let's 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 trip. I want to see something, you know. Like, like, I don't know. That's the way I saw it. But now I've developed a mentality where I like to do shrooms because I've microdosed, mm-hmm. you know. And once I, when I've been experiencing microdose, that I've had a lot more fun with that. Now that's fun. Feel because now I could play with my head. Okay. You feel me? Now okay. things are more softer, but I, you know, it's yeah, that, there. That term did not exist when I was younger. Yeah, Michael, right. That, you take that, the that, whole no, shit, right? You take the whole shit and freaking <laughs> hallelujah. Yeah. All right, and that's it. No, but yeah, the microdose, I, I like that, you know, and I now between the 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 months of August to October, I get this this urge. It's like this. I call it trippy season. Mm-hmm. Like this is a se- like it just the, it's the season to trip. This is the season to trip. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's like it's nice and it's nice and gloomy. It's nice and dark. It's nice and because you know Halloween's coming up. You know, like everything's dying now. I don't know. I feel so comfortable in that. You know, just wearing a nice cozy sweater. Just imagine, and um, now I see it as like I wanna not. I don't. I don't want to sound like a cliche type of fucking. Like, like, I want to find myself. Mm-hmm. You got me? I'm, I, you know, but I do believe that psychedelics have benefits. Well, the, well I, I, that's why I asked her. I go, what, do you, what are you looking for in it? Because un, all psychedelics have that ability to make you see things differently, mm-hmm. right? And for, for many years, I, I was involved with that and trying to, we were on a, we were on a journey though. Mm-hmm. The, we, yeah, we, we got banged up, but we, we were looking for something. We were trying to find an you know, answer to something. To, yes, we were looking for. We were looking for answers. We were, we were exploring. How, 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 you how are would, on the journey. Yes, you're on, you're on, the, on the trip. Yes, this yes, is a trip you're, that you're uh-huh, on uh-huh. onto a self-discovery. There's a writer by the name of Carlos Castaneda. Ever heard of him? No. All right, he was a, he was a very famous writer for all these uh, all these uh, uh, acid head books, and uh, he has a whole there's a lot of books that he wrote basically on his. Where he takes mescaline and he takes ayahuasca and he takes all these uh, acid and all that stuff and he basically s- s- talks about his ex- his journey and his experience and I don't believe any of the shit he says but it was fascinating to read it when I'm freaking 22 years old mm-hmm. all right and he it was one thing that he did say that caught my caught my mind he said that the the farther you peer you peer in it's like you're removing the layers of an onion. Bro, that's how I feel. Uh, I, 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 I'll be honest. I don't mean to cut you off, uh, but when I was tripping one time, I, I told myself like, "Wow, bro, like, it feels like my pupils are like there's a screen there. You feel me? Like, like, yeah. 
like this is something like i could just peel off but i can't you mm-hmm. feel me like like i don't know i see i saw everything as one dimension you feel me okay. like but like and ever since then i i've acknowledged like and yeah it does feel like layers this, he said that's what it you feels you, like you, layers you, you remove yes. layers layer after layer then like you're peering farther and farther but then one thing that i noticed that whatever you learn while you're in that realm or that state you can't bring it back with you 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 just forget it. Yes. You know I I, I, <laughs> I know. Whatever I you learned yes. there, it was there. You can't bring it back with you, and there's no way for you to make somebody else understand that. Every time we tripped, yo, during the trip, me and Elsa, yo, bro, we're sticking to Bud. We're sticking to Bud. <laughs> you feel me? And then when we're when we're out, it's like I I know what you mean. Like th- that feeling's not there. Like w- why did I not want to do it? Like. I know that the, I remember the trip, but like I don't, I don't see it no more. As it, like, I'll do it again. You feel me? I'll right do it there, again. Uh, yeah. But that's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. You can't you don't bring, bring it, you it back. You can't bring it back with you. No, 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 no. Do you know what ayahuasca is? Yeah. Is that the um, the uh, strongest psychedelic? It's, it's, it's the same thing that activates the DMT. Uh, it's in, it, yeah. in a tea form. Yeah. The, the, okay. Right. The, yes. The, yes. The, the, the shamans in Peru or yeah. wherever the hell that they have made mm-hmm. it. I, I've I've known somebody who has taken it, and. Uh, but I guess it was in a weaker form because he said he found it around here. So go figure. All right? He had to pay somebody and they had to go to a center. And uh, I guess the guy was experienced in mixing the the, the, the whatever. And so he he had a, a, an interesting experience, but I don't think it was like the full, you know, you're banged up for three days in a row type thing. And you're talking yeah. to aliens, you know. So uh, but I I don't know. I, I had so many bad experiences and I had I so many, so many crazy things, which I know. But here's the thing. like You you can tell when something's real and when something's not real. You know you're messed up and you know you're hallucinating and you know you're seeing weird things out there. But there's a part of you that still knows that you're you're still yeah. grounded. You're, uh-huh. you're here. It's when you see shit that's real that you say to yourself, I really went too far this time. I don't think I want to go back there to see that. I that's how far I went. I had bad experiences. I said I'm not, I'm just not doing it anymore. Yeah. I it was just it's just too. Uh, you feel like you feel, I feel like I'm getting attacked at that point already. Okay. And so um, without like bringing in a, a religious element, the those drugs I don't think I. <sighs> Reality is really not just this. I mean, obviously, this is what we're seeing around us, but there, there are, there is something beyond this. There is more to it. There has to be. Has I mean, to, we, yeah. we, we, we the, that too, you yes. have to have, there you have to, to have be. so much faith that there is nothing else beyond the concrete that it's almost absurd to say that there's nothing else. That's it. There's this and the floor and the and that's it. Nothing else. It's ridiculous. That 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 is ridiculous. And, and, you know, and when you start doing that shit and you really start peeling away some layers. And I didn't believe in God in that time. I mean, I did believe in God, but I didn't believe in God. I had my own ideas, and uh, I was looking for answers. I was looking mm-hmm. for things. I was looking for pieces of the puzzle. And you think that there are different people in your life that are part of the puzzle, and they're going to help you on your journey. And you feel like you really are discovering something. But in order for you to discover it, you got to continue getting higher. <laughs> and then you notice that there's so many other people before you that went through the exact same experience now they also had to finding something and looking for these answers and looking for the truth but then again when you finally start looking at things there's nothing for you to bring back there's nothing that you can take back with you that you can make anybody else see it unless you're like yo you gotta get high too yeah, for you to, yeah, yeah. for you to see this and when things started getting really really bad i no i was i couldn't I just couldn't go back to that. And, and then again, then I got, and I started being a teacher and then, you know, 
life started changing a lot of friends died i'm like i need to get away far uh -huh. far away from all that stuff but would you ever try ayahuasca ayahuasca no not no? at this stage of my life so absolutely that, not. you're done with that no completely. i don't I, I i put it this way I, I what is out there is not good how about that at the end of, at the end of the trip if you actually get there to where the hell you, you think you're going your, your, your journey there's nothing there that's good nothing Absolutely nothing. You're not going to find God at the end of the tunnel. You're not going to find peace. You're not going to find heaven. You're not going to find the next dimension. You're not going to find an answer? You're not going to find an answer. It is a continuation of this peeling away of level, layers of onions, and it's a continual deception. I see it as a deception. The farther you go in, the farther you're deceived, the more you want to go in there, and you're stuck in this trap, bro. You're stuck in this trap, and you think there's something else there. You think that the answer is there. It's not there. And it's not. Why it's, do you say it's, that? It's Why? Not, there's no, because there's nothing there. In fact, it, it's just, it's just a long. Tr it's the trip. It. I don't know what the drug does to your brain or how your brain allows you to see those things. Uh, obviously, if you've never done it, nobody. You can't explain it to somebody what it's like. Uh -huh. You know what I mean? There's just no way to tell them because they've never they've never gotten out of this out of this experience to like feel that experience right yeah, okay. but i'm telling you when you go far enough and you get to there's nothing there it's just the journey never ends it is like a, a, a trip into eternity and it's just a continuation and a continuation and a continuation it doesn't stop it doesn't stop it just doesn't stop it just gets bigger it just gets bigger and it gets bigger and it gets bigger and it gets crazier and it gets crazier it gets weirder and it gets weirder Weird. and then yes. you get it and then and then this is where i throw in the religious element you do get attacked i do i do believe that the only thing that's really out there how they call it especially from the, a, a religious perspective is something bad it's something negative it's a it's a dark force it's a call it a bad angel call it, there i don't see it as a positive there's no way for you to reach the positive through a negative it's just impossible. So you're saying those substances are negative things? I, I totally see them as negative things, especially in a higher dose. I mean, uh, if this, this microdosing thing that people do now for creativity and the, I mean, you, you're not, nothing's gonna really happen to you. You know, it's like taking two drinks or you know, taking two shots or something. Okay, you just bugged out a little bit. Farther in you go, the farther in where that shit lies, and you're there's no way to reach a positive through a negative. You're not gonna get there. And what's over there? It's something that's always deceiving you. It's a deception at the end of the road. Wow. Okay. <laughs> that sucks. Yeah. It does. It, it, it's a, again, and pe many people don't believe it because they still think that there's something there. But then again, these are people, just anybody. When you don't have something to believe in, you will believe in anything. All right. And if the truth hasn't reached you yet, if the truth hasn't smacked you in the face and said to you, "I am the truth. This is what the truth is," then you will believe. Every single thing minus the truth. Uh -huh. Because that's just the way it works. There's no way for you to be believe a lie and then encounter the truth and say, oh, no, you can't be the truth because I'm believing the lie. So you, that's what I'm saying. Like While you're in that negative zone, it's cool, it's fun, it's, it's bugged out. I mean, it's, it's, it's nothing like anything that's here. You're not going to find a truth that you can bring back with you. That's what I'm trying to say. Mm -hmm. It's impossible because the truth is already around you right now. It's a, the truth is a different encounter minus the negative. You cannot have an encounter with real with the truth of reality through a negative mean. It's just not going to happen. Mm -hmm. But when you're banged up, it's just no way. And and when you're in that lifestyle, I know it. When you're in that lifestyle, there's no way to be proven otherwise. It's impossible until you're pulled out, you're dragged out of that lifestyle into a different one. All of a sudden, things open up differently. And you would say that's uh, sobriety, right? Sub sobriety. 
sobriety. Sobriety. Oh, no, that's a different thing. Okay. No, no, we're, we're talking about like the, the peeling away the onion layer. You're talking okay. about the, the you know the truth and stuff mm -hmm. like that. Not everybody re uh, reaches that. Some people will sober up and they will feel great, perfect, wonderful, lead, lead a healthy life. <laughs> but in terms of that journey, that trip, that who is out there on the other side, you know, break on through to the yeah, other side. Yeah. And there's nothing good there. There's absolutely nothing good. How would you, 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 do you have that idea with marijuana? What do you mean? That it's not good for you to? Yeah. Again, I, I, my, my, my perspective on things is so much different now as an adult than when I was younger. I mean, if you're going to take it, if you do, just, I, I don't see it any, any more harmful than smoking a joint and sitting at home and drinking a bottle of wine. You got probably about the same effects on you, man. The joint might it might affect you for 10, 20 minutes, and the bottle of wine you might keep you drunk for another two hours. Mm -hmm. I don't see a huge, huge difference in terms of what you do with that afterwards. I guess that's different. I mean, I don't. I, I mean, I do. I know teachers have gone to school drunk. Sure, I know yeah. teachers have gone to school drunk. Of course, you know. I, I do. Do I do I know teachers that still do drugs and go to school high? No, that I don't know. I don't know any teacher that gets high and goes to school. Uh -huh. That they may do something on their own time. Well, that's on their own time. But yeah. the function with that night, I don't. It's just not possible. It's just not possible. I mean, at one point, remember, the, 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 weed has been around forever. Yeah, yeah. All right, we, we, this is this is nothing new. All right, and and alcohol has been around forever as well. And many times we, it just, I mean, look at 1920s when we were during prohibition, we tried preventing people from drinking. Uh -huh. uh, people tried drinking even more. All right, all, the, all, all, all these bootleg liquors that were being invented because it's it's very difficult to stop a society from getting high. Mm -hmm. Very very difficult. And uh, we we were we were smoking weed at one point too early in the. Uh, in our nation's history before we invented these laws to prevent people from doing it. Yeah. And now, look, we've come full circle again to open, opening it up again. Mm -hmm. Do I think everybody should do it? No. Absolutely, no. absolutely not. Do, do pain relief? Yeah. I mean, I pain relief. That. Your back hurts really badly? Go ahead. If we can take, take a little bit, you're, you're going to feel much, much better. But what are you going to do with it afterwards? And is that the focus of your life? That's the difference. I if the yeah. drinking is the focus of your life and the smoking is the focus of your life, then that's... Uh, you know that, that that that's a problem. No, I made I made weed uh, something. I made sure that I I you know I'm doing something. Mm -hmm. you know, like I I've never got fired. You know I've always gone to work. I've um one thing I want to talk about because I'll be honest I I'm gonna have to wrap this up. But I have uh, a list of things I was gonna ask you. Go ahead, okay. shoot. Uh, so what I was just gonna say was investments. I have a I have a lot of investments, honestly. Oh, good uh, for you! During 2020, I uh, just put my seven thousand dollars into stocks. Good for you. You feel me? And, and how has that turned out for you? I've gotten. I'm up to ninety percent. So therefore, I've gained. I'm more. really bad with stocks. I have no idea how any of that stuff no? works. That's okay. why I'm an English teacher. I teach philosophy. I teach theater. When it comes to <laughs> money and those matters, I am. I'm useless. Oh, okay. Okay. So okay. what? What? What have you? What have you? What is the progress that you've made with it? Uh, it's just uh, basically um, growth. Okay. Uh, basically, I put my money into Tesla. Okay. And other things too, like Apple, Walmart. I have a whole bunch of nineteen. My portfolio is nineteen or mm -hmm. twenty, and uh, some of them is free stocks because if I recommend you, you get a free stock, and so do I. Okay. You know, so some of them it's that, uh, and some of them is uh, you know, I put money into it, and I put it into oil, into Walmart, uh, Apple, uh, Microsoft, Facebook, Disney, um, uh, waste management uh synergy which is some type of uh 
uh, shipping thing. Mm-hmm. I put myself into Gap. Very it, diverse portfolio very you have here. Very diverse. I got McDonald's. And who's helping you manage the account? I'll be honest. Um, when we were doing this, it was me and my girl. So I'll be honest. I believe that you don't need to do research for stocks. Just put your money into the common things like I just did. Mm-hmm. Name the same thing. Apple. You know, all the things that are going up. Right. Basically. And not gonna, they're not going to come down. Mm-hmm. Trillion dollar companies, you know? Now, if you want to do day trade or go into, like, deeper things, then do your research. But my girl, uh, we basically were working together at the time. And we got into it basically when it crashed because it crashed in March. Okay. So we got into it maybe, like, late March, early April. You know, that's when we started putting our money into it, you know. And uh, I was just following her steps. And as I was following her steps, I was learning, so I went on my own, you know. And I I bought a couple things. Like, uh, we did... Uh, buy the same things and we were on the same level but i found a couple things where uh i've had they gave me in total i think ten dollars of of dividend compared to her she had like three dollars of dividend mm-hmm. so she didn't buy stocks that bought that gave a lot of dividend you know okay. what i'm saying yeah compared to me which i did um yeah so it was basically me and her Okay, all right. and you and you want to continue pursuing this, and uh, it's it's turning out okay for you. Well, I'll be honest, my goal in life is uh, financial freedom, bro. Financial, financial freedom. freedom, yes. And I'll be honest, I want to retire, and I'm gonna retire by the age of forty. Why, why do you, why do people say that? I have no idea. By the time you're forty, I, that's the la- that's the worst possible thing you want to do. Why? You want to work mean? for you? you sh- whoa, whoa! I mean, I'll be honest. If I could retire anytime sooner, I I would. You know, I would. Well, but what do you think retirement is? Retirement is <laughs> I don't I don't got to work no so more because my d- money's flowing in now. But why wouldn't you, why wouldn't you want to work? Because I want to go travel. I want to go smoke different types of weed. I want to try maybe ayahuasca. Oh, the bohemian life. <laughs> yes, the bohemian life with with funds. <laughs> with with <laughs> the funds, there's funds. I look, I I I was I, I was not I did not have good work ethic when I was younger. The older I've gotten, the more the better work ethic that I have and the more creative I am in the in, in the different things that I do, whether it's singing or writing plays or or, or doing shows or, or or whatever. I don't see myself ever retiring. Ever. I, I, I see myself 80, 90 years old in front of a classroom trying to t- pass on what I know to somebody else. Might That's not your be passion. A, that, right. Because I, I like, I, but that, you see, I don't think we should ever stop working. In, in terms of like, let's, let's just say, for example, in, in wisdom literature, wisdom literature, I'm talking about like religious literature. There is no verse anywhere in all of relig- wisdom literature that I'm aware of that actually advises a person to retire. Retirement is an American concept. It's not, and it's a new concept. It is not a concept that has been shared by by humans across the ages. The idea that you stop working and then just pleasure yourself for the next whatever t- amount of time you have that's left. That's a point of life, though. You, oh, that, that's a, that's a that's, different... That's, 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 that's a conversation for another show. What is the <laughs> meaning of life? What is the purpose of life here? Right? What, 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 what is that? What, what should you do on this journey? I, I think by the time you reach 40... I think you're going to change your mind completely that you're going to want to you you might want to do something different but in terms of like retiring I don't think you're going to say that no, absolutely I th- not I think well I mean it also changes the perspective on how you work how you look at what work is then you know cuz cuz I'll be honest I would love to retire cuz now I have time to do my podcast with people you feel me Okay you're working but you're working that, all work. right so, you're, yeah, you're that's working you're working yeah so I guess I guess work in that type of sense. Work in my cre- me work in my natural creativity 
environment. Okay. All right. We see what you I mean. That, okay. Right. All right. So, you're, you're doing okay. your thing. You you're now. doing yes, something you yes. enjoy. You may make money off it. You may not make money off it. You you have a you have your passion project, but you are actually you're thinking about the show. You're planning for it. That's work. Yeah, I get you. That yes, is work. Yes, but I in know, terms yes, of just, I'm yes. going to, you know, retire and just travel, <laughs> yes. sit on a beach for a while, you know, screw my girlfriend every now and then. Yo, that gets boring. Believe me. Life, life look at all the rich and famous. All right. Look, mm. look at the messes some of these people are because they have unlimited amount of funds and nothing else to do. Yeah. You, there will come a point where life gets boring. Will, where right? new experiences are not <laughs> new anymore they're just a repetition of the same thing over and over and no, over. i don't think not for me I, it can't happen to me not i don't know right now because you haven't gotten there yet along the, along the line but somewhere along the line you're gonna get there and you're gonna be like i have done this before i'm gonna do this again sure i'm gonna enjoy it but it's the exact same thing it's just in a different place so yeah, wow! If, <laughs> if only we had time for what is the no, meaning no, of life. Uh, hey, then, you're then, you're, you're know? guiding this conversation here. You know, this, yes, this yes, go, so many different avenues to continue going here. <laughs> you should right, start man. with philosophy and religion next time. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Well, that's I would love to. You know, All and right. be financial freedom. Okay, financial know? freedom. What is your next uh, question on that list there? So, um, so I had two jobs. I had a restaurant. And I had UPS. I work at UPS at four in the morning. You know. And uh, I had the restaurant, and I went at 4 p.m. But with the COVID, it just stopped it. The restaurant was closed from March all the way to June. Yeah, a lot of people lost their jobs. From yeah, June yeah. all the way to now, basically early December, uh, it was good. When we first opened that first week, I made money. The second mm-hmm. week, I made money. But it mm-hmm. started going down. Yeah. You know I mean? It was just that first week, you know. And um, for, like, the past three years that I've been working there, not once did I have not gotten a table. Okay. And I experienced that. Okay. So when I experienced that, you know, I'm selling myself short. I'm a server. I'm getting $3 an hour yeah. with maybe $25 tip. And I probably got to take out the bu- the busboy too. Yeah. You know? So I was like, I pro- I'm probably selling myself short. And that was December. So UPS, there was an extra day and they gave extra hours. So I was like, you know what? Let me just focus there real quick. And I did. And now uh, – UPS got very slow, so peak season was not the average two to three months. It was literally three weeks. Oh, it was fast. The Christmas season. Yes, that's it. That's mm-hmm. it. It was literally Christmas season. It, was, it didn't go on to like past New Year's. Right. Like, that's how it was last year, you know. And uh, now I I went to a, a drug test, which uh, I'll be honest, I I use my friend's pee. You know? <laughs> I'll say it up here. I don't care. I hope it was male pee. It was, you, yes. It, it, wow, just, uh, my girl yeah. said that. My girl said that. Yes, you can't use female pee, right? <laughs> yes, okay. No, yes. It was. Uh, sir, uh, your urine says you're pregnant. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> Sorry for that. Yeah. <laughs> no, but uh, yeah, uh, I went for the drug test today because I applied for Amazon. So I plan. In Elizabeth? Um, uh, no, not in Elizabeth. Uh, I think it was Munaki. Oh, I didn't know that. Because uh, I, I applied yeah, for right. a lot of things. And it's not really technically Amazon itself. Okay. It's a warehouse it's that a warehouse. works with. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. Actually, Where so they I'm, store their stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm driving that stuff. And, um, you know, work. That's my. I, I grew into the type of mindset of work now, play later. You feel me? Work now, sleep later. That's right. You that's right. Me? Work, work, work. That's And that's what I want to do. What, another thing that I have here is is advice. Okay. For any, like, you know, the 20-year-olds, would you have any advice? In terms of work? In terms of, I guess, uh, you're right. What, what terms? I guess in the terms of, 
success i guess uh, i guess success uh, or just or just money you no, know look, like, like do you look, have any regrets when it, when it, when it, when it comes to when it comes to f- f- uh, you know the stocks and financing and that stuff i'm i'm useless i i am i'm i'm a creative person i have never worried or thought okay. about investments or the long term money and stuff like that in fact when i wanted to become a teacher the thing that i said to myself as an 18 year old i did not worry about the salary i said to myself i will the, i want to teach poetry that's what I was saying. When I was 17, 16 years old is when I decided to be a teacher. I want to share my, my enjoyment of poetry with, with other students. I hear that there is this thing called tenure that I'm going to have. I had no idea what a tenure was, but I, I heard that I can have it and that was necessary. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have insurance, which I didn't need as a teenager, but obviously it's the one of the key most important things in a job for you to get insurance, uh, medical insurance. right? And third, I will have a lot of vacation time. Those were my those were my main reasons for becoming a teacher that I would have time. I, w- I did not like the idea of my parents working 360 days of the year and only having a couple of days break. I, as a teacher, I work I work 160 days. All right, that, that's unbeatable. Mm-hmm. It doesn't feel like 160 days. It feels like I'm working all complete year round because I'm doing so much extra that I'm not being paid for. Mm-hmm. You know, you go to work uh, whatever at, at, at you know, the factory, and when you clock out, you stopped work. You're not continuing working. Teachers is different. You go home and you continue working into the night, checking you're, papers salary, and preparing. Right? Well, well, yeah, but I'm saying the work you do extra outside the building mm-hmm. sometimes equals what you do in the building just without the kids. Okay, yeah. Preparing lessons, researching, editing, freaking writing your own lesson. That takes so much of your time during the week, and you don't get paid for that. Mm-hmm. You, you only get paid for what you're, you know, the time that you're in that you're in yeah. the building. So I said. I appreciate having a lot of vacation time, and I do. So that's one major reason. Two, the insurance. You should think about insurance. All right? What type of job is going to guarantee that you have medical insurance, especially during this time that we're in right now? And, my, very- mom, and my mom, I'm sorry to cut you off, yeah. but my mom always bugged me, always. Like, like the restaurant doesn't have any of that. No, you're None not going to get that. it there. Like, yeah, me, yeah. She would bother me with it. Like, yo, at least go find something with insurance, and that's one reason I went to UPS. And also because I, I like labor work and I wanted to do labor work, and now that I was with UPS, I was like, all right, this could be this is my side hustle. For me, and with UPS, I have insurance, mm-hmm. and now I don't hear her mouth no more. What type of insurance? How good is it? Uh, have you have you used it? In other words, have you used the insurance? Yet? I haven't. No, not yet. Okay, not so yet. that's 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 how, those two things right there are super major important things for you to consider. How much vacation time can I get? Which is necessary right now. You have unlimited amounts of energy. Mm-hmm. You're you are the prime of your life where you do not need as much break as you will as an adult. Mm-hmm. If you're stuck in a job where you don't have rest during the year, you're gonna feel it. You're gonna super super feel it, and you're gonna regret it. If you end up having kids and your kids need to stay home and you have to stay home, are they gonna give you days off? I mean, all these things like that, that come along with the job uh, are super super important. That you're not feeling it now, but you will feel it later. How much time off can I get? How much vacation do I get? How, w- will I eventually enjoy? How many days, uh, you know, can, how many sick days am I allowed before they fire me? Mm-hmm. Plenty of jobs are like, you've been out, you've been out a week. Like, we, we need somebody else. We, 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 can't, we can't keep you any longer, right? Two, your, uh, uh, how do you call it? The, uh, the job security, all right? H- how hard is it to remove you from this position? At UPS? Well, at any position, right? Again, can you have such thing as a tenure? Like once you're in there a couple of years, they can't kick you out for regular things like lack of money or whatever. Oh no, yeah, it is. I, well I could well I could say for UPS, yeah, I'm I'm part of a union now, so. So uh, within I, the I union, need, need, you have need, job security. Yeah, I need uh for me to get fired, I need like a good reason. 
You feel me? I could date that from what I see or hear. Okay, so there's the, the job security, tenure, whatever uh -huh. you want to call it. Two, va vacation time and uh, uh, sick days and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Three, the uh, the health insurance and decent health insurance. Again, right now your body's in good shape. You're, it's going to start to fall apart. It will Guaranteed, 100%, you're going to start falling apart at what, some point in your life. Even if you take care of yourself, Even if right? you take care of yourself. It's impossible to avoid it. It's just impossible. Your cholesterol, your blood pressure, freaking too much salt in your body, sugar, whatever it is, something is going to start going mm -hmm. at one point. Is your insurance going to cover it? Is there going to be an, enough money in there also for, for, for medication? Right? Is, is that covered? And then, of course, whatever plan you have for, for dental and vision, you know, that, that's also helpful as well. Uh, next, again, job security. Um, how do you call it? Um, what the hell did you say? You got job security. You have ten, or the, the tenure. You have your vacation time and mm -hmm. time off. You have the, uh, the health insurance. And then, lastly, do, do you really enjoy it? Do you enjoy it? Right? Do, yeah. do, do, you, do you really enjoy what you're doing? I, I, I've told kids for years, I go, you need to work at somewhere where just because you had a bad day, tomorrow you still want to go back. Mm -hmm. If you're in a position where you're having bad days and you no longer enjoy what you're doing, you have lost it, that's, that's it. You're done. Mm -hmm. it, there's nothing worse than having to go back to work and you hate it and you hate it, but you have to do it because you need the money. Mm -hmm. You're in the wrong place. I've had years that were horrendous at, 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 at teaching. Horrible, horrible years. And I've had teachers have walked me back from the cliff. I've tried, I've tried quitting. I've tried looking for other work because the things get really, really bad in school. But I still enjoy teaching. I enjoy transmitting you know, what I know to somebody else. And depending on the class, depending how deeper the conversation can go. I mean, if you remember being in summer school, those conversations got pretty all over the place in summer yeah, school. Yeah, yeah. You know, but that again, you guys were a little older. You can have those conversations about God. You can have those conversations about religion. You can have those conversations about family and, you know, truth and all those things. How difficult is that to have it with freaking 13, 14 year old freshmen? Super, super difficult. So the stories that I told you guys, you know, they're real. I do. You know, another reason why I wanted to be a teacher is. And this was the first reason I wanted to become a teacher. I hated how I was taught. I hated the teachers that I had because I thought they were fake. Mm -hmm. I thought, yeah, they did their job. But they were just here for their job, they, right? I don't know. I don't know. But I said, I know I can do a better job than they can. Okay. And so I, I went in with that mentality. For many, many years, I said, I'm going to be the teacher that I wanted to have. And the type of teacher that I wanted to have, I, I, have I turned into it? I totally have. Yeah. I do and say and teach things that are, that are way outside the curriculum, way outside anything that any other teacher teaches, because I have a lot of life experiences that are positive to share. Uh-huh. You know, you don't remember the way I connected all those drug stories or all those partying stories. You don't remember how those even things started. It all started with the literature we read. We read something, and all of a sudden I said, I have a story for you based on this. Uh -huh, and yeah. that's how the story expanded. But if it wasn't for the literature being the central thing, the story wouldn't have come out. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, again, teachers weren't doing that. Teach, I, I, again, I, I do something that other teachers don't do, and I know that I do it well. And that keeps me going because there's some certain students like yourself who are actually verbal enough to say, I appreciate that. Mm -hmm. Many other students, it just went over their head. Like those stories, the, 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 the lessons, whatever, whatever wisdom is shared, went over their head and then they forgot it. Other students, they, they, they latch onto it. Mm -hmm. And I, 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 I remain in contact with some of those students because they appreciate that, uh, that information. That's dope, I know. Yeah. Yeah. So those, the, I, those are the things I would suggest for you in terms of uh, – in terms of pursuing, uh, uh, you know, some type of career, those are just the basics. You know, b beyond that, I, 
I, I still believe in following the, um, the traditional route. Going to school, graduating, and having yeah. some type of uh, some type of degree, no, and I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why I still believe in that. I believe in it because it works. Getting a college degree was your primary ticket for decades to get into the middle class. This is a hundred percent. This is the truth. I mean, the, the the middle class has grown largely because of your access to the uh, the, the degree. Mm. All right, when college was much more affordable. Back in the 60s, 50s, all right, you know, it was much easier to go to school, graduate, get a job that pays well, gives you access to the middle class, you know, buy your dream house, move out of the city, go out into the countryside, wherever the hell you want, into your suburbs. That existed for a long time. The system worked. Today, things are changing. College is way, way more expensive than it ever was. All right. It's not getting a college degree is not guaranteed to give as your ticket to get into the middle class. All right. Kids are graduating and have supreme bills that they didn't have in the past. Debt, yeah. I still have debt. I have I owe forty grand. I graduated wow. twenty years ago. I still got forty grand. All right, <laughs> I'm still paying it off. A little. In fact, I'm scheduled to finish paying off my debt when I'm sixty-five. What? All right, at the payer plan that I have right now, and I send like three hundred dollars a month. I send three hundred dollars a month every month, and I, I'll finish paying everything off when I'm sixty-five. Man, just pay it all. Uh, it, it's but here's life gets complicated. Bills pile up. I get it. All the family responsibilities. But you see, you know, it's things like that that I per, I would like to prevent. You know, I would love. Oh, to, go great! You yeah, know, I, I, I would. I I don't know. I I didn't want a credit card, but now I got one. I didn't want a card, but my mom, my grandpa got me one. You know, uh, like it's just I I my they wanted me to grow up pretty fast, and I, I you know I know not to be in debt. Don't be in debt. And I've been in debt for my father helped me out a bunch of times. It's horrible. I made a lot of money mistakes when I was younger. Lots and lots of money mistakes. The credit card thing was one of the worst things I ever did. In card, fact, right? part, part of the reason why when I started selling drugs was because my credit card bills were too high. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I mean that that was back in my early twenties. No, I learned I learned not to because everyone says that I'm in debt with the credit card. You are. And it's a plastic I, devil. So, it, it no, is a plastic I learned, devil. I learned I n- I'm not in debt with the credit card at all. Good at all. Yeah, that that, that, that no. that's a good thing. So, to finish what I, the point I'm saying, do I still believe the college degree is can get you to the middle class? Yes, depending what you study and the availability of those jobs. Being an English teacher, much more harder to get a job than being a science and math teacher. You're going to be a science and math teacher, there you go. Every mm-hmm. school will hire you. You're going to be a history teacher, a music teacher, not as many jobs. Very, there's only one music teacher in the building in some, in some, in some buildings. Mm-hmm. Or maybe you have two as compared to, let's say, you know, 10, 15 math teachers or English teachers. So it depends what you want to study and the, is there a job, are there job, going to be available jobs in that, in that field once you graduate? Yeah. You're going to fucking be a, 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 a feminist uh, female rights uh, major? Useless. Completely useless. A, a, a gay and lesbian history major? Useless. Uh, I, I don't know. Political science? Useless. Communications degree? Useless. Art degree? Useless. Tons of people are. are I'm an actor. I would never get an acting degree. Why the hell would I want to go to uh, to school to study acting? Mm-hmm. I need to go act. I need to go audition. Not freaking pay $60,000 at Montclair, wherever I'm going to go. You know, so I can learn to act. It just doesn't work. So it just depends. It depends what you're studying. It makes sense, yeah. You know, and then the other, if you're not going to go that route, you have to go either route, route of luck, which is impossible to predict. In other words, you step down shit, you become a millionaire, you don't have to do any of that stuff, right? And then the other, the middle route is what talent do you have that is not, that does not require a degree for you to make money off? Mm-hmm. That, that's it. There's, there's only those three routes. 
traditional, uh, luck, or talent. And if you're going to go down the talent route, your talent has to be marketable. Your talent has to be something that is so, that you have to have a niche in the field that nobody else has, and you can start making money off this. And then, of course, you do need luck in that. I'm a really good singer. And when uh, I don't know if you heard some of the clips that I, that, that I sent you. No, I'll be honest. Uh, I'll be honest. Oh, I you, didn't. You'll you check. You'll check. I'll check them out later I will. on. I I'm will. a very good singer with Ital with Italian opera and singing in Spanish. I have a great voice. Very difficult to work. All forget about COVID closing everything down. Very difficult to make a life out of. Okay. Super, super, super difficult. And there are people who are much better than I am, and they don't have a career either. Uh -huh. So even with that amount of talent that I had, it's not guaranteed that I'm going to find work in that field. I have worked. I've sung with orchestras. I've sung with you know at different concerts, and I've made money yeah. every year. I make a couple of grand singing in different shows. Can I live off it? Not true. Impossible. Uh -huh. So whatever. If you're going to go down the middle route using talent, what is your talent? Can you really make money off that talent? Yeah, that's good. I like that. I like that. All right. But, uh, yeah, now I'm going to have to wrap it up. All right. But uh, I have two more questions, but, you know, I can save them for next time. All right. For next All time. Right. Cause All right. Because I do like to get into the opera. You know, I do. I do. I like to get into that. In the kind of operatic conversation. In the com yeah, in the conversation. All right. The conversation. All right. We can do that. Well, I appreciate the opportunity here to add to your uh, podcast uh, creation. And be your uh, your guest this uh, January. What the hell are we? Twenty twenty seventh. Twenty seventh. Twenty twenty one. Would you mind if I put you on my Instagram? Go ahead. I just don't have a. I don't have Instagram. Oh, I don't okay, have a, okay. Uh, I'm, I'm old school. No, I, don't I, have do. a <laughs> I, I, I feel like the people around me would love it. You know, they they wouldn't expect this. You know. Uh, go, I I I wish I had an account. I, I don't have a. I don't have Instagram account. All right. Well, thank you, man. Appreciate it. All right. It. Until next time. <laughs>